Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. HD1, a radio.com station. Saved by Poor Bear, banks it up and in. Etienne up the middle. Shot fake. Right in the oh middle of the lane to Wade for the dunk. Long, long three. Good. Dexter Dennis with another three-point basket. basket this basket, is basket. Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Mike Kennedy alongside Bob Hull. It has been a while since the two of us got to do a game together, so we are looking forward to getting the band back together tonight. The uh, remaining member of the band, Dave Wilson, back in the studio. He'll get you on the air with us if you have a question or comment via phone. He'll keep things running smoothly through the evening, and the Shockers get back to play after a nine-day layoff, eight-day layoff, after beating Tulsa last Wednesday at home. They had a game with uh, South Florida postponed this or, uh, <laughs> this past Sunday. It was SMU. This coming Sunday, when they were supposed to play South Florida, that game has been postponed. So the Shockers are only getting in about one a week right now, but looking to build on an 8-3 and three overall record, 4-1 and one in the conference. I'm just happy to be out of my basement. <laughs> After being locked up for uh, about a week and a half, it, it's, it's fun to be uh, be out and be among the living again. And uh, fortunately, I had very mild symptoms uh, of COVID and uh, was I was very, very lucky. Just had about a day and a half of some mild flu symptoms. And uh, Cindy and I stayed uh, uh, separated in the house and she never got it. Uh, and I understand you didn't either. So, I did not. Uh, so, uh, so far, so good. Uh, uh, with my two partners, my radio partner and my life partner. So, uh, uh, but uh, happy to be back and really excited about tonight's game because uh, this is the big one for, for Wichita State. Uh, they've gone on the road and, and won some games already in the league, uh, Tulsa and South Florida, and actually got Tulsa twice already. So if they could get Memphis on the road, uh, I'll tell you what, that, that puts us in pretty good shape in the league standings. We want to remind you that your means to participate in this portion of the broadcast, and this is the Interest Bank pregame show, is twofold. You can reach me via Twitter at at Shocker Voice with your thoughts and questions, or via phone at 316-869-1037. Again, 869-1037, or on Twitter at at Shocker Voice. First one in with any kind of 
question or comment was Patricia from Texas, who tweeted me earlier today, said she was excited about beating Tulsa by 19. Happy to see Morris Udeze finding his game and becoming more confident. Uh, feels like the Shockers attacking the paint is drawing fouls, so the free throw shooting percentage needs to continue to come up. And she says, get steals and don't be so quick to shoot threes, and is Craig Porter okay? So that's a lot of stuff to touch on. We'll try to do it kind of quickly, but yes, Craig Porter is okay. Uh, when I talked to him yesterday, he said that actually the knee that he kind of twisted in the Tulsa game has been bothering him a little bit really since the beginning of the year, but he's been able to manage it well, and then he kind of twisted it in that game, and it was more sore for a couple of days. But he has practiced for three or four days in a row, so he is ready to go. He'll be important tonight, Bob, because this is a, t a Memphis team that can really put some pressure on you. Yeah, ball handling is going to be very, very important uh, for uh, if the Shockers want to win this ball game here in Memphis, uh, so it's going to be really important to for all the ball handling guards, uh, uh, Altry Gilbert and uh, Craig Porter, and I think maybe even Trevin Wade will get some time tonight because uh, uh, Memphis is going to play a lot of guys. They do, do a lot of full-court pressing, half-court trapping, and uh, there'll be some fouls. There'll be some fouls uh, uh, because of the uh, speed of the play and the amount of pressing going on. So it'll be important that the uh, our guards stay out of foul trouble and that they handle the ball and take care of the ball. Patricia mentioned getting some steals. Uh, I don't want to get into this too deep because I'm sure Bob will talk about this and his winning strategies. But uh, a real big key to tonight's game is the uh, the turnover margin and who wins that battle. Uh, Memphis turns people over a lot, uh, about 18 times a game, 17 times a game. But they turn it over 15 and a half times themselves compared to Wichita State's roughly 11 and a half. So if the Shockers can maintain their normal ball handling and, and keep control of the ball and create some turnovers it's going to be huge because where Memphis is most effective is being able to transition off of their defense and get some easy baskets yeah it's going to be strength against strength there and it's going to be interesting to see who wins that battle uh, Memphis uh, really works hard to turn their opponents over that's how they they came back and won that South Florida game they were down 16 in that game came back and won it because they turned South Florida over uh, and so they're going to be trying to turn over the Shockers because that gets their fast break started and uh the Shockers, on the other hand, as you just pointed out, don't turn the ball over much. They were down around uh, 9, 10 turnovers a game. Uh, they've gone up a little bit uh, in the last couple of games. They're up a around 12 now per game, just under 12 per game. So it's going to be important that they try to stay under that number tonight. And if they do have turnovers, uh, you don't want those live ball turnovers, especially out front where Memphis can take them and go off to the races with them. Patricia also mentioned getting to the free throw line more and that the percentage needs to come up, and that's kind of creeping up there. But last year, the last 11 games of the season, Wichita State averaged under 15 free throw attempts per game. This year, their per game average is 23 attempts per game, and that's because they have some guys that can drive the ball, penetrate the defense, and then kick it off to Mo Desi for a dunk, or he gets fouled, and uh, that's why they're getting to the line more this year, and I think they will continue to do that. The percentage is 68.2 right now. You'd certainly like to see that get to 70 or a little above. Traditionally, uh, during Greg Marshall's tenure, it was 70 or better just about every single season. And uh, there have been some signs that it's starting to move in that direction. Uh, Ricky Council's free throw shooting has been getting better, and he's a guy that's going to get to the line a lot the way he takes it to the basket. But that, that certainly will be a factor 
in the Shockers having an advantage over their opponents if they hit, say, 70% or better because they're getting more chances every game. Yeah, that's uh, something, uh, as you pointed out, they're creeping up. They're up to 68% now, so they're getting close to that 70% uh, level, which is you want your team uh, free throw shooting percentage to be 70% or better. And the good teams, the really good shooting teams, are up around 74 75%. So shockers are, are moving up. They're getting it up there. Uh, what's interesting is some of the big guys shoot it better than the guards. Uh, and normally it's the other way around. The, the guards, especially point guards, who shoot a lot of free throws uh, and are used to uh, pressure free throws, they, they shoot a high percentage. But we're going to have to have Mo Deze pull those guards aside at practice. <laughs> He's at 82%, and maybe he can work with all three and get him up. He's only 68%. Porter's at 64%. Ricky Council, 56%. So... Uh, you know, maybe Mo can do a little extra work with those guys to get their free throw percentage up. Because definitely, Mo did it in the off season. Bob mentioned Ricky Council at 56, but he has, he's one of them that's been coming up. Uh, Ricky over his last, if I can find it here, over his last six games, almost 69%. So he's been, I know they spend a lot of time shooting free throws in practice, and, and it can only get better as they continue to get that repetition down. Yeah, I think Trey Wade's starting to make his now. He's up to 59%, and he needs to get that up around 70 um, Those guards need to be up above 70%. So I think the shooting percentage for the team is going to keep going up. All right. Thank you, Patricia. A lot of stuff. And she mentioned Morris Udeze and how he's playing. Of course, two games in a row where he scored a total of 38 points and was the American Conference Player of the Week this week for his performance against Tulsa. Let's go to the phones for the first time again. 869-1037, or you can reach us on Twitter at at Shocker Voice. And Al has been waiting patiently. Al? Uh, hello, everybody. <clears throat> hello, and uh, it's always a pleasure to talk uh, on the Shocker Network. Uh, I had many things to talk about, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, you covered a bunch of them. Uh, you know, I was going to echo the uh, the need of uh, Porter and uh, Wade to step up in the guard positions because, uh, you know, Memphis is going to put a lot of pressure on us, and uh, I think there's going to be an opportunity for them to get some minutes. You know, Memphis is a little bit of an up-and-down team, a little bit hard to predict. Um, you know, I always hear about talking about Frank Haith, how they always say every year, his team always does better than what they're projected. Conversely, maybe I'm missing something, but ever since Penny's been there, haven't they underperformed with the the best players on paper at least? Uh, it seems like they always disappoint. And uh, the third thing I want to ask is, uh, is the Nesbitt kid uh, eligible to play tonight? And uh, that's it. So anxious to hear what you have to say. Okay, I'll start with the last one. Uh, there is a young man that they have uh... – Signed that is in school here who uh, graduated from high school early. He's a top 40 or 50 in the nation, four-star type recruit. Uh, however, I was told today that uh, the first thing he had to do once he got here was quarantine for 10 days before he could do anything with the team. So he hasn't practiced yet. He won't be playing tonight and probably in their game this weekend, but it sounds like they are planning to go ahead and have him play in the remaining games as soon as he can this year, which is a little bit of a, a surprise. That's going to be a tough transition for a kid right out of high school, no matter how talented, to move into a team that's already established over about half a season or more now in games played and, and try to fit in. So we'll see how that all works out. But, no, we, uh, 
we understand he, he won't be playing tonight because of the fact that he hasn't had the proper amount of time to quarantine and get acclimated to the COVID protocols. And I don't think they have enough balls as it is. <laughs> <laughs> you want, I don't know if you want to be adding, guys, because uh, the, the thing that Memphis is struggling with, as far as I can tell, and they haven't played that many games lately. Uh, they had three games postponed because of COVID concerns with, the, with their opponents. So uh, they've only had one game in the last, what, three weeks or so? Yeah. I think their game previous to Sunday was the 29th of December. Uh, so they haven't played that much, but it seems like they were, they're really not in sync offensively yet. They, they know what they want to do defensively. They like to press. They like to trap. They like to get, to, to get you to turn the ball over. They like the, the tempo fast. But offensively, uh, I'm not sure they know exactly who's supposed to shoot and when and where. I don't think those roles are uh, clearly defined yet and so they're kind of struggling with that so i think it'd be very difficult for a guy to come out of high school and uh and and get thrown into that and as far as not meeting their expectations al uh, i guess last year it, it might be uh, unfair to uh i mean they were they had james wiseman and uh he was one of the top draft picks in the NBA draft. And uh, was he number one? Or number, number two, two or, or three, three I yeah. think, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and I saw he, he got to play a couple of games early, and I saw those on television. And let me tell you, that was a pro playing with college guys, uh, six foot ten or 11, and could just do about anything he wanted to do on the court. So, <laughs> with him and Precious Achua, they would have been really, really, really something uh, last year. So, uh, I don't know if you can hold that against Penny, although he did recruit him and he did uh, the violations that caused the ineligibility. So uh, he bears uh, that responsibility. But as far as this year, uh, I don't know if Memphis, I'm not sure. If they, they were picked second in the league, right, Mike? Yeah. So I don't think they're up there. So they're, they're, they're really not performing as well in the league as they were expected to. But uh, who knows uh, what lies ahead. Virtually everybody on this roster was at least a three or four star recruit. Now, you know, we've talked a lot of times, a lot of times those rankings don't mean a whole lot in terms of just how ready somebody is to play at college level. And you also inherit a few things that are difficult to coach sometimes. And you have that many guys with that kind of background and that kind of reputation, and they all want to play a lot of minutes. They all want to start. They all want to shoot a lot. Uh, it's tough to blend all that together sometimes. Now, that's, you know, that's what you take on when you recruit all those guys, and, and you have to be able to do it, and, and some are better at it than others. Certainly, uh, Bill Self has been one of the best in the country at, at doing that, blending them and getting them to play like a team most of the time. But uh, that's a challenge, and that could be some of what they're going through. Plus, uh, now this year they have a lot of sophomores. A lot of those guys with those number of stars by the name were freshmen last year and are now sophomores, so they do have a little more experience, but it's still a, a pretty young team, and, and inexperience can be a factor too, just like, uh, you know, no matter how much talent you have, you look at Kentucky losing six in a row or whatever earlier this year. I mean, that, that sort of thing comes into play sometimes. Yeah, I think sometimes it takes a, a little longer for those young teams to come together. We'll, we'll see what happens with Kentucky this year. We'll see what happens with Memphis. But uh, one guy I'm glad I'm not here is Tyler Harris. You know, that little point guard that actually was more of a shooting guard, uh, but he really tore the Shockers up last year. He had 19 in our game here. He had a, hit five threes, I think, in that game. I had a note here somewhere about that, something like that, five or six threes in that ball game. And so he transferred to, what, Iowa State, I believe. I believe so, so yeah. They don't have him, and I'm happy that we're not facing him tonight. But 
that's kind of made Alex Lomax kind of the leader of this team now. I think he, he runs the show out there. He's the point guard. He's a true point guard. And he's getting more minutes this year than he was getting last year. And uh, I think they'll be a better team because of it because I think he'll get them some stability. And Al mentioned the, the term, said, you know, they've been a little up and down, which is true. It's, they have. And particularly in conference play, they've been more down than up offensively but here's the thing to keep in mind that makes a team like this so dangerous it's really t a talented group and maybe not a you know particularly good shooting team but athletic and capable of doing things in transition and in uh, in the fast break situations and so you have to be especially careful to keep teams like that from turning you over getting running up and down, getting in a free flow, because that can loosen them up. And, and then even though the two aren't related, we've talked about this a jillion times, then they start making jump shots, and then you're really in for a tough night against a team like this. Yeah, and they got a bunch of guys that can light you up on any given night. Now, they're not consistent, but like Boogie Ellis, he had 24 in the first ball game up there at the crossover classic that the Shockers were supposed to play in up in Sioux Falls. He had that against St. Mary's and had 14 the next night against Western Kentucky. Uh, DJ Jeffries, you know, he had 18 and 11 at Tulane. Uh, Quinones, he had 20 at Tulane. Uh, DeAndre Williams, the guy that sat out the first six games but is now a starter for them. He's a guy that can get a bunch of points. Uh, so they've got these guys, and they don't do it consistently like Tyson Etienne is, but uh, uh, Landers Nolly, he's another one. He had 25 against Western Kentucky, 23 against Central Arkansas, and and uh, the other Arkansas, Arkansas State. So they got a whole bunch of guys that on any given night can light you up, but uh, they just haven't been consistent. And I don't, I'm, like I said, I'm not sure they know who's supposed to shoot and when. They don't know their roles yet. They're, they're still trying to figure that all out. We had a, uh, a Twitter question about uh, any update on Shocker players overseas. And I apologize, but I really don't have much information on any of that except that we did get an update uh, a couple of weeks ago that uh, Clay Anthony Early has returned to a team in Saudi Arabia where he played last year and had, was very successful and so that's one one recent bit of news about Shockers overseas but generally don't have uh, don't have much information right now I know that uh, uh, Jamie Echenique and Connor Frankamp are playing like in the same league in Spain and I saw a picture earlier this year that was pretty early in the shocker season of the two of them going against each other connor was driving to the basket jamie was trying to block his shot so uh, certainly there are a number of former shockers playing overseas but we just haven't had a chance to really get much information on stats and how they're doing and so forth we're going to take a break but we have a couple of calls online we've got another tweet coming in 869-1037 is the phone number at shocker voice on twitter this is the interest bank pregame show from memphis it's time to go inside the numbers with BKD CPAs and advisors. BKD has proudly served the Midwest for more than 90 years. Your team values excellence as much as ours, and we're your biggest fans. As you look toward continued growth and profitability, BKD has the bench strength and resources to help you develop a winning strategy. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Go to BKD.com and go Shocks. Hey, Shocker fans, Four. ready for a new and exciting golf membership? 
Join the club where soccer fans and staff play. When you join Great Life, you have two beautiful golf courses to choose from. Tallgrass Country Club and Willowbend Golf Club. Experience our warm and inviting country club atmosphere. Perfect your skills at our excellent practice facilities, all included with that one membership. Enjoy the best golfing value in Wichita at one of our courses and spend more time on the fairway with Great Life. Wife Tammy dishes the mobile phone. Husband Gary uses his pivot foot, goes behind the back for that easy mobile deposit. That's money in the bank. Judy runs point, gets the green light, and takes the inside lane for a drive through business deposit. No one can stop money in the bank. Johnny's coming off the bench, uses that true blue debit card at the ATM. Easy layup with that check deposit for what? Money in the bank. Whether you're dropping dimes, going downtown, or just need one-on-one, -on -one, Capital Federal will always help you put money in the bank. Capital Federal, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left-hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. And they upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. And we have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers or Dusty Self. In Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. And in Valley Center, see Tim Dink. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to Memphis. Mike Kennedy alongside Bob Hall. The Shockers in Memphis hooking up tonight in the FedEx Forum. This is the Interest Bank pregame show. Dave Wilson in the studio sending your calls along to us, and we have one from Doug up next. Doug? Yeah, guys, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, just got a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say something about you, Van. Uh, I know he just got the uh, player of the week in the conference, uh, so that's a great thing for him. I tell you what, I've never seen anybody, uh, well, yeah, maybe I have, but uh, I, I think he's done an amazing job on uh, uh, where he was his first two years and where he is this year. Uh, he's uh, really become a, well, he far exceeded my expectations of him, uh, and uh, I, I, I believe he's going to continue to do so. I, the only Complaint, if you want to call it a complaint, I wish he'd uh, cut out those uh, uh, unnecessary, uh, unforced uh, turnovers and maybe grab a couple more rebounds. But the one thing he's done that is amazing to me is his free throws. Uh, I believe he shot uh, like 38% as a freshman and 49 as a sophomore. Uh, I know I heard you guys say 82%. I think that's uh, if you update that, he's a little over 84 percent now, and but it doesn't matter 82 or 84. That's an amazing feat. Uh, I've seen guys improve their free throw shooting from year to year, but nothing on that level. Okay, now I got uh, uh, a trivia question. I'll call it, and that is on. Uh, well, it has to do with Isaac Brown because they say he's uh, in term coach, which is a term that I really don't care for, but that's my pet peeve. Uh, but anyway, I thought back clear to the 50s, and for the life of me, I cannot remember 
uh, Wichita having an interim coach. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong about that. And if so, when was it and who was it? So go Chargers, and I'll hang up and listen. All right. Thank you, Doug. And no, they have not. And normally when a coach becomes an interim head coach, it typically is in a situation where there was a change close to the start of the season, as there was with Wichita State this year, through an illness, uh, in some extreme cases, maybe even the the death of a head coach in a a car wreck or something like that, uh, or you know, a uh, maybe a probation coming down right before the start of the season, the school making a decision to make a change. And, and so they named somebody as the interim because there wasn't time to have a normal process of, of hiring a replacement for the outgoing coach. And it's sort of a, all right, well, let's see what this guy can do to get us through this year, and then we'll reevaluate from there. And that's kind of the situation here. But he's doing a great job. Uh, certainly, I think there is a, a chance, maybe a very good chance, that that interim tag will be removed at some point. Uh, I, I don't think he's done anything to make anyone think he can't do the job on a, on a full-time basis. And uh, it's just early enough in the year that you just, I don't think you make that kind of decision right now. But uh, certainly, he's done an outstanding job. Yeah, I, I think and it, it's a difficult situation when you're thrown into that position uh, a couple of weeks before the start of the season, uh, that's rough. That's tough. And then you've got all the COVID situations where sometimes uh, you don't, you know, they were going up to play those three games in, in Sioux Falls and those got canceled. Then they come back and then they got a whole bunch of guys in the COVID protocol and they can only, they only got eight guys to practice. So you can't even go five on five. So, I mean, he's had to deal with a lot of really, really difficult uh, things and I, I think he's doing an amazing job and the players seem to be responding to him they're playing together they're playing hard they're playing unselfishly I love the way they're playing defense their rebounding is getting better I love the way they take care of the basketball so all the things that you expect the shocker uh, basketball team to be good at you know defense toughness rebounding uh uh, being unselfish, playing for your teammates, not yourself. Uh, I think Isaac is really, really pulling that out of the guys, and they seem to be playing well for him. So I've really been impressed so far. As far as Morris Udeze's improvement, uh, a lot of the things that Doug mentioned are very much evident, and I, I think certainly one key to that is just the number of minutes and actual playing time that he had gotten prior to this year, and some of it was injuries. He lost part of his freshman season having to have surgery on his shoulder uh, he wasn't a hundred percent last year was still kind of rehabbing it plus he was playing behind an all-conference center and so I, I think a lot of his improvement this year has just been gradually getting a better feel for what he's doing out there what he can do when he can do it moves to make uh, I think you know Doug mentioned the turnovers he had more of those early he's starting to cut those down because he's getting a better realization of how long to hang on to it and maybe try to make a move and if it's not there kick it out there were times early where he maybe tried to to do too much for too long and then got tied up or taken away or traveled or something like that well and, and also uh, I think if you look at the game films and and analyze them uh, some of the problems with most uh, turnovers were the guards were not moving and getting to open areas where he could kick it out to them uh, sometimes I saw guards throw to the post and then just stand 
and not make themselves available for the return pass out when their man dropped down to the double team. So I think the guards are getting a lot better at spacing and getting to the proper spots. And obviously Mo's doing a good job of making a decision, either make a quick move, go to the basket, or kick it out. And he's, he's doing a nice job of kicking it out. And I think once a Dexter Dennis starts shooting better, and you, you know he's going to shoot a higher percentage than he's shooting now. It's, it's, it's coming up. And you know Altrick Gilbert's going to shoot a higher percentage. So if those guys start shooting better like Tyson Etienne, then that's going to make Mo even tougher to guard down low because it's going to be harder to drop off of those perimeter guys. So I, I think uh, it goes hand in hand, the guard shooting and the effectiveness of your post play. But uh, no doubt about it, the last two games, Doug, uh, Mo was, had 20 points against Tulsa. He was six out of seven from the floor and 18 points against Cincinnati, and he was 8 out of 12 from the floor. So shooting a very high percentage, what, 58%, 59% for the season if you round it up. And he's playing more minutes. Like Mike said, it was 24 minutes in the Tulsa game, 25 minutes in the Cincinnati game. So he's staying on the court more, more gives, time. Gives some credit, too, to the guards. And Bob mentioned uh, how much it will help when they're shooting better from the outside, shooting consistently from the outside. These guards have shown an ability to penetrate and dish, and he's been the principal recipient of that. He's had several dunks off of penetration by the guards. Now, also give him some credit for being alert, putting himself in a space where they can find him, and then catching the ball and finishing the play. You know, and uh, I think you, you, if you also notice that uh, Isaac Brown they, they run their set plays, and they're running a lot of the sets that they used to run uh, with Greg Marshall uh, running the show. But they are also been doing a lot of dribble drive. And it seems like this team, especially when you get Ricky Council in the game and you get uh, Craig Porter in the game, those guys are so good at penetrating that dribble drive offense, the ball screen offense, uh, has been really effective. And when those guards break their man down and get inside of the lane, if the big guy comes over to help, like Mike said, they're doing a really nice job of dropping it off to Mo, dropping it off to Poor Bear, and they're getting nice, easy dunks. Quick update uh, on some overseas guys. Uh, Patty updating us. Daryl Willis uh, playing in Monaco. Uh, Wiz Kelly, uh, Richard Kelly in Turkey. Malcolm Armstead in Switzerland. So thank you, Patty. And Patty asked about uh, if we've had a chance to watch some of the games like KU and Duke losing at home. Do we think the small crowds have had an effect? on the lack of fouls against the visiting team leading to home losses. That's part of it. And then just uh, when you have a couple of thousand people in Allen Fieldhouse, the effect of the home crowd compared to what it normally is there, it's just not even remotely close. And and you just, I, I think Bob said this earlier, or maybe it was Dave, but one on one of these broadcasts, somebody mentioned that uh, maybe KU loses to Texas that game at home because Texas is really good this year. They're having a great night. There's no way KU loses by 25 at home to anybody with the team they have with a normal Allen Fieldhouse crowd. Hey, there's no home court this year. There's no home court. Uh, it, it's, it's totally changed everything. You're, you're seeing more uh, road wins uh, by far because of that, uh, Patty. Uh, it's uh, I think it affects the officiating. I don't think you get as many calls when your crowd's not there. Uh, it, it affects how hard your team plays. Uh, it's really hard. Teams will not give up at home because their crowd won't let them, and they'll just fight you to the death. But if there's no crowd there, it's a little easier. And when I say give up, I mean just let up just a little bit. If you let up a little bit and don't block off or don't dive on that loose ball or don't help defensively, 
that's the difference between winning and losing. So I think uh, not having the home crowd uh, has really taken away the home court advantage. We have a caller holding, but we do need to take a break. Ron, hang with us. We will get to you right after the break. You're listening to the Entrust Bank pregame show from Memphis. When two teams compete on the court, there can only be one winner. But in business and life, Coke Industries believes that win-win outcomes are the key to long-term success. That's why Coke creates innovations to meet everyday needs like cleaner water, renewable fuels, advanced medical devices, safer vehicles, and energy-efficient building materials. See the inspiring stories for yourself at kochindustries.com. At American Family Insurance, we know your life has many moving parts, from your four wheels to your hard-earned home and the financial future of your family. We'll cover the things that matter most. Bundle your home and auto policies for possible savings and add life insurance for convenient, future-focused protection so you can keep dreaming towards what's next. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletes. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a Shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at OxfordVilla.com. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left hand scores. It is collegiate debut. He drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. And we have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 12.40 KFA. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Vivian Adams, Sean Chapman, Carrie Mock, or Chris Post. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to Memphis, a city that uh, our visit to was really spoiled by COVID and uh, all the precautions you have to take. We love coming here, hearing the music down on Beale Street. Had to pass all of that up this year. I look forward to getting back to that part of normal when uh, we get forward another year also. Yeah, watching the Axis Channel in the, in the hotel room, watching the <laughs> Santana concert just wasn't the same as going down to Beale Street. <laughs> the drive to the game, wherever that may be, is brought to you by Kansas Land Tire and Service, where great tires and professional auto service are always a slam dunk and let's get back to the phones with ron who has held very patiently for us ron hey mike and uh, bob uh just a passing remark since udesi is finally figuring it out uh i like his energy level uh we may end up with an inside out game this year anyway i think uh next remark i think that the tone could very well be set tonight with how uh, Lomax and um, uh, our point guard uh, play against each other. Uh, I, I think that's going to be pretty important. I saw something this afternoon online. I was I pulled up the game. 
And as I was going through it, I ended up pulling up Memphis' entire schedule. And I was just curious, you know, and I went down game by game looking at all their scores, wins and losses. And I and by the time I got through the entire schedule, games yet to be played, there was something missing. They only had one game scheduled with Memphis on Valentine's Day, or Houston, I mean. I had one game scheduled with them, and it was on Valentine's Day at Houston. So I pulled up Houston's schedule, and they only show them playing one time against Memphis on Valentine's Day at Houston. Wonder if you guys would comment on that. And uh, have a good night and a good tomorrow. Thank you. I think what happened, Ron, is they've already had a game postponed, and so right now their schedules just show the one game remaining. But I think that they have. I talked to their radio guys just a little bit ago, and uh, I think they do have a tentative date set up for them to uh, to make it up. In fact, uh, either the 6th or 7th of March they're going to play them. It's going to be so, a CBS game. Yeah, so right at the end of the last, regular season. Last game of the season they're going to play again. And then uh, as far as your, uh, your observation about the point guard play and Lomax against the Shocker point guards, um, I think, and Alex Lomax plays about 21 minutes a game. He's not a 35-minute-a-game guy. So I think when he's on the floor, whoever it may be, Altariq Gilbert certainly starting out, uh, Craig Porter, maybe even Trevin Wade a little bit, I think as long as they don't turn it over too much while he's on the floor, because he's the one guy, he's the real catalyst for igniting their defense for steals and that sort of thing. Uh, I think as long as it's even a wash, if if they basically just play him even, I don't think they have to outplay him while he's on the floor, but just don't let him influence the game too much. Yeah, I think I think you hit the nail on the head, Ron. I think that's a really key matchup to watch tonight. Lomax versus Gilbert. Lomax versus. Porter, uh, you know, whoever's in there. Their backup point guard, uh, Damian Ball, he'll be in there some too, and he's a pretty good athlete. Uh, but uh, Lomax just kind of knows uh, he knows how to run the show. He's really good at penetrating, dishing off to his teammates, and he's good late in the game. He's always good at dr- penetrating and drawing fouls and going to the free throw line and making free throws. So uh, he's a big key to their team tonight. Uh, and as far as Udeze, uh yeah, you got to like his energy level. He's worked really hard in the offseason to improve his conditioning. And let's face it, conditioning is a big uh, uh, factor when you think about playing time, especially for big guys because you're running up and down the court and you're, you're banging against the other team's big guy. And uh, the better shape you're in, it really helps you stay out of foul trouble if, if you're in better shape and you, you play defense before your man catches the ball and you anticipate. And, and one thing I think to get over, overlooked about Morris Udeze is how smart he is. Uh, he's a two-time uh, AAC All-Academic team p- player. So he's a smart kid who's really uh, understands uh, the game and has really worked in the offseason to improve his game. And uh, I, I, just, I just really like I like his energy and I like how smart he plays. And uh, he's just going to get better and better. One other quick update from Twitter. Patty had mentioned earlier that uh, Daryl Willis was in Monaco. Actually, it was his birthday today. And Sarah, I, I love the ladies of Shocker Basketball who stay on top of this stuff and keep us informed. Sarah said that it was just announced today Daryl has signed with Brescia in Italy. 
And she also mentioned it's his birthday. So happy birthday, D. Will. A couple of pretty good places to be, Monaco and uh, Italy. I'm sure he's enjoying life over there a little bit. Yeah, wasn't he over in Cyprus before I think so, that? Yeah. And I spent some time in Cyprus. My brother has a home there in Cyprus. And uh, there's a, it's an interesting place uh, to play basketball, I'm sure. And now Spain and now Italy. Wow. He's getting a tour of uh, Europe. Well, we're going to let Dennis close us out in this portion of the show with a call. Dennis, go right ahead, sir. Well, good evening, uh, Mike and Bob. I tell you what, you've given the update on the guys playing overseas. I'd like to give you a little update about our transfers. Uh, Grant Sherfield out in uh, Nevada, he's doing really well out there, averaging about 18 points a game and five rebounds and four or five assists per game. Midgard's going along, averaging about a double-double. Even Noah Fernandez up at UMass, he had a slow start, but he's come on in the last five or six games. And the two guys that you thought would really flourish, Burton and Stevenson, they're kind of struggling. But Eric, the last two games, he's had two really good back-to-back games out there and Washington. Now you speak of how smart uh, Morris is. I hope he's smart enough to realize tonight that he's playing against six ten, six nine, six nine, and he's going to have to realize he can't hold it as long as he's been doing in that block position. He needs to kick that ball out if he doesn't have an immediate move. Have a good evening, fellas, and go shop. All right, Dennis, thank you. I I would add this caveat to what you said about Morris and their guys, and this is a shot-blocking team, Memphis, but being that they will also do a lot of flying at at shots or what they think are shots, and Morris has gotten real good at putting down shot fakes and then stepping to the other side of the basket or or swing and do it. So I I think that... uh, Yes, definitely kick it out when he's jammed up in there. But one-on-one against some of those shot blockers, I think he'll get them flying around and maybe in some foul trouble before the night's over. Yeah, I got two words for you there. Shot fake. (laughs) (laughs) You want to shot fake these guys because you're right, Dennis. They love to block shots, and you can shot fake them up. Uh, Buddy of mine said, guys like this, all you got to do is lift your eyebrows and you'll get them off the floor, you know. But uh, the one thing about shot blockers, too, is sometimes they'll send two guys to block the shots, kind of like Houston does. So the other guys, you know, you don't want to be standing and being a spectator. If they send two guys to block Udeze's shot, Trey Wade needs to go to that offensive board and retrieve that block shot and stick it back in and some of the guards, too. So you've got uh, to play those block shots and, uh, and try to stick them back in the basket. Well, thank you all for your tweets and calls. As always, we appreciate it. Coming up next, head coach Isaac Brown. Bob will be back with his winning strategies as we continue on the Intrust Bank pregame show from Memphis. Give your employees the smile power they need to conquer any business challenge with a healthy grin. When you want your top people to feel at the top of their game. When your sales team is fresh out of rebuttals and the deal needs to get closed. When it's time to pick a dental insurance plan, give your employees the nation's largest network of smile-defending dentists with plan options that meet your company's budget. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental of Kansas. At Equity Bank, we mean more. 
more solutions to your finances, and more bankers standing by. Whether that's in our lobbies or in our drive-thrus, we here at Equity Bank are proud members of the community and big supporters of Wichita State basketball. We shoot straight and you score when it comes to no ATM fees nationwide. Stop by our Wichita locations or visit us online at equitybank.com to let us show you why equity means more. Now, here's to a great season. Go Shockers! Equity Bank, member FDIC. I'm listening daily. You are not alone. During these challenging times, listening is fundamental to promoting understanding and healing. Here's Brantley Gilbert on Talking Openly about mental issues. You know, one of the things that's helped me the most in my life, and I'm somebody that's dealt with depression and anxiety and addiction, and and once you get everything out in the open and you're talking about it, there is no hiding it. There is no shame about it. It, it, These things are diseases. They're real diseases. And and the tough macho guy's not supposed to deal with depression or anxiety. The truth is, man, realistically, I think we all deal with it. You know, if the conversation's open and being had, Hiding things is, is is heavier than dealing with them. And you're also putting the conversation out there for other people to hear and learn from. So I would just encourage folks to talk about it. Talk has the power to save lives. Find out more at imlistening.org. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Newton, see Ken Hall. Wichita State University Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Memphis, the Coach's Corner with head coach Isaac Brown, brought to you by Fidelity Bank, offering safe, contactless banking options for every comfort level. Learn more at bravelyonward.com. Head coach Isaac Brown joins us for tonight's game here at Memphis. Coach, first of all, with an unexpected postponement, you've had eight days in between games, kind of a combination of getting some things done but also being anxious to play a little bit. Yeah, we're excited about the game, ready to play. Um, Memphis was picked ahead of us, good basketball team. They're 2-2 two and two in conference. They got a bunch of five-star guys. Our guys are excited, um, ready to play. Um, we This week, since we had to cancel another game, we did a lot of scrimmaging on Saturday. We went up and down. You know, we ran against zone. We ran against man. So we've been doing a lot of stuff, just getting up a lot of shots, staying with our conditioning, and just going over all our sets and our offensive stuff. A couple of guys dinged up coming out of the last game. Monzie Jackson, Craig Porter, how's their health going into this one? Oh, both of those guys are good. Um, Monzie is moving around. Craig is moving around. Monzie had a back injury. He's been getting treatment. He saw a doctor. Everything was good. Um, Craig Porter, he hurt his knee. He's been fine. He's practiced like three, four days in a row. He feel like he's good. He's ready to go. We got all 16 guys. You mentioned Memphis's overall makeup. A lot of three and four star guys, very athletic. What maybe stands out to you about a thing or two that they do best? You know, their athleticism, they can run and jump well. Um, they'll force a lot of turnovers. They lead the conference in forced turnovers. I think it's like right at 16, 17 a game. They push the ball really hard in transition. A good rebounding team, a plus 10 on the glass. I would just say their athleticism and the way they can force turnovers. And is it a game where maybe it's a it's going to come down to if you can get in transition, do some things without them being set defensively, and at the other end, making them play against a set defense. 
I, I think the keys to the game is um, we have to take care of the ball, number one. We can't turn it over. They force 17 turnovers a game. We don't turn it over at a high rate, so that's got to be the same tonight. We can't turn it over. Our transition defense has got to be great. Um, we got to make sure we make them go against a set defense. We also have to take good shots. When you take a bad shot, that's just like a turnover, and then we got to rebound at a high level. We got to make sure we don't get them second chance points. They're plus 10 on the glass, and like you said, we always want to push the ball in transition. We want to try to go, try to beat you in transition instead of going against a set defense. They have changed a lot in their half-court offense, and so is it possible you'll see something that's a little different than anything you've even seen on video and just have to kind of depend on your, your basic principles defensively? Oh, without a doubt, we definitely got to depend on our basic principles. You know, they're a team that they put two or three new sets in every week. Um, they're one of those teams that play that NBA style. If a guy gets hot, they'll run a lot of sets for him. So we got to do a good job of just, you know, our normal principles, being in the gaps, um, contesting high. We talked about it last week. I think we played one game. It was against Cincinnati, and we only contested like 35% of their shots, and we improved against Tulsa because we got it up to about 50. A good team contests about 80% of your shots. So we just got to do a good job of being in the gaps, being able to contest shots, and making sure we rebound, not giving them second-chance points. All right, Coach, thank you. Head Coach Isaac Brown, the Shockers, and Memphis coming up from the FedEx Forum. Cy Mock, President CEO from Chisholm Trail State Bank for Cindio. We're a local bank. We looked at hiring an HR specialist and compared that to outsourcing the HR function. For us, the decision was very clear. We chose Cindio. The advice I would give another organization that's looking to outsource is do your due diligence, look at what they bring to the table, and I think you will find that Cindio has the full gamut to support your organization. Call Cindio today, 316-630-9107. Wake up, comb your hair, grab your keys, go to work, a clock in, clock out, sit in traffic, get home, TV on, grab a beer, roll a joint, take a sip, take a hit, relax. Hungry? Barbecue sounds good. Delivery? Nah, not good to drive. Get in the car, get on the road, run the red. Never saw the other car. DUIs, jail time, death. These can and will happen if you drive impaired. Brought to you by the Kansas Department of Transportation and your Kansas law enforcement community. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road in Wichita is your new home for Shocker Coaches shows. Be sure to check out our all-new burger menu because Mondays are burger days at AJ's. And don't forget, Thursdays are buy one, get one free pizza day. Dine in only and excludes the Superdome. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go-karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Superdome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. You have a new career, but remember what you left behind? Not the job, your 401k. Baxter & Associates are 401k rollover specialists. It's still your 401k and your money. You've taken control of your professional future. Now, take control of your financial future. Baxter & Associates. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. I'm going to Wichita. Three by Dexter. Good again. Front left corner three by Etienne. Oh, there he is. And a slam dunk by Odeze with both hands. Can't be any more force than that. This is Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. 
Welcome back to Memphis, the FedEx Forum, Wichita State and the Tigers tonight in the first of hopefully two meetings this year. You never know with the way things have been going with postponements. The Shockers come in at eight and three overall, four and one in the American. Memphis, six and five overall, two and two in the American. Bob Hole alongside with the winning strategies brought to you by Capital Federal, trusted banking and loans for your family, home, and business. At Cap Fed, everything is true blue. Capital Federal, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, okay, let's talk about strategies for this, in this ball game tonight. First of all, limit Memphis fast break buckets. In other words, don't turn the ball over. Uh, Tigers force 17 turnovers per, per game, and they're really good at turning those turnovers and turning them into easy basket. So be careful, guards. Don't do a lot of spinning out front. Don't pick up your dribble just across half court. Make sure and you fake, fake before you pass, and pass with two hands. Put some zip on your passes, and then the receivers, you've got to meet your passes. Try not to take quick threes because long rebounds if they're long threes, if they're missed, they create long rebounds, and that triggers the opponent's fast break. Number two, win the battle of the boards. Memphis is plus seven on the boards. Wichita State's even with their opponents. Shockers only shoot 41%. Memphis only shoots 42%. Uh, and the Shockers hold their opponents to 39%. Memphis holds their opponents to 40%. So very similar numbers there. In other words, there's going to be a lot of missed shots tonight because both teams play good defensively. And neither team shoots it all that well from the outside. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities on the boards tonight. The Shockers need to get their fair share of those rebounds. So they need to box off. They need to grab the ball with two hands. And then when you bring it down, protect the ball. Because Memphis loves to swipe it away from you if you bring the balls down. And guards, you need to run down those long rebounds. Long shots, long rebounds. Guards need to get their share of those. Number three, defensively. Pressure the ball. Now you can force them into turnovers. Memphis will turn that basketball over. Tulsa forced them into 21 turnovers in the last game at Tulsa. And that's one of the reasons they won that game. Shockers need to stay in front of the ball, pressure the ball, but don't let them penetrate. Try to jam the lane and force them into being jump shooters. They only shoot 30% from three. So make them shoot jump shots. Don't let them get in the lane. And try to limit them to one shot per trip. They've got a, they're an excellent offensive team. They get a lot of offensive rebounds. You've got to box off. Limit them to one, one shot each time down. Then defensively in transition, you've heard Coach uh, Brown talking about it. Shockers have got to sprint the floor, got to get back in transition. They've got to talk and match up quickly because Memphis can really run that fast break and can finish at the basket if they beat you down the court. Offensively, go inside to Udeze, go inside to Poor Bear. They're both shooting 58, 59%. Uh, Moe had 20 points against Tulsa, 18 against Cincinnati, shooting a really high percentage. It's going to be important to shot fake because the Tigers love to block shots, so sh fake before you shoot. Let's play inside out tonight. Be careful with your passes, kicking it out, because Memphis loves to steal those passes when you kick it out from the post. And after they kick it out, a lot of times you'll have a quick three. Go ahead and shoot it if you're open, but if not, shot fake. And then that guy that gets the ball kicked out to him, can he can drive and attack the basket. So it's going to be important to play inside out, take care of the basketball, try to get good shots tonight, Mike. 
All right, Bob, thank you. And uh, United Healthcare believes that small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. We want to recognize your small business with the spotlight on small business sweepstakes. Winners receive radio promotions, social media recognition, and more. To enter, visit GoShockers.com. United Healthcare is a proud sponsor of Wichita State University Athletics. In the all-time series between these two teams, it has been very close over the years, and this goes back to the late 60s when Wichita State and Memphis State at the time were both members of the Missouri Valley Conference. Overall, uh, Memphis leads the series 13-12, to including 9-3 to here in Memphis. Since the two have been members of the American Conference, Memphis leads 3-2. Three of the games have been here in Memphis. Memphis going 2-1 and one in those, and it's been a 1-1 split so far in games played in Wichita. Starting lineups are presented by Equity Bank. Equity Bank blocks all ATM fees anywhere from giving you a charge. Be sure to visit them online at equitybank.com slash magic. Still waiting for the introductions. The Shockers will be in black, letters and numbers in gold. Memphis in a light gray home uniform tonight. Their letters and numbers will be in blue. Memphis in its second year, third year under Penny Hardaway as head coach. And for me, Penny Hardaway, a great all-time star here, a high school All-American growing up in Memphis, a four-time NBA All-Star. He has gone 43-24 and 24 in his two previous seasons here for a 64% winning percentage and an average of 22-12. and 12. And, of course, Isaac Brown in his first year as head coach at Wichita State, technically the interim head coach for this season. We'll see what transpires from there. You might point out where we're broadcasting from, Mike. <laughs> well, for the sake of separation and safety, they have the radio crews, both ours and Memphis, way up in skyboxes. They are skyboxes. We are way above the floor. I have never done a basketball game from this high above the court, maybe a football game at Tennessee. But we are way, way up here. But we can see, and I, I think we should see. Uh, we certainly recognize the Shockers. I, I think we'll recognize Memphis most of the time. Hopefully we'll be able to see some numbers for them a little bit. The Shockers starting lineup pretty much the same as it's been. Dexter Dennis, 6'5", junior from Baker, Louisiana, averaging eight points per game. Tyson Etienne, 6'2", sophomore from Inglewood, New Jersey, 17.9 points per game, shooting 39% from three. Altariq Gilbert at the point guard, a six-foot senior from Atlanta, Georgia, a grad transfer from UConn who's averaging 9.3 points, 3.6 assists per game. Trey Wade at a forward for the Shockers, a 6'6 senior from Marietta, Georgia, averaging 6.1 points per game. And Morris Udeze, the reigning player of the week in the American Conference, a 6'8 junior from Houston, Texas. He has raised his scoring average to 9.4 points per game. He is shooting 58.5% from the field and 82% from the free throw line. Memphis is changing up its starting lineup a little bit tonight, and it has... It has kind of uh, fluctuated from game to game on who's been starting, but uh, at least one new face in the lineup tonight to get things underway. This is a team that returns six of their top eight from a year ago and eight lettermen overall, and then they added two D1 transfers in Landers Nolly from Virginia Tech 
and DeAngelo DeAndre Williams from Evansville, both of whom averaged over 15 points per game for their respective Division I teams a year ago. So they lost Precious Achua, first rounder in the NBA draft after his freshman year, and Tyler Harris, a two-year regular guard here, transferred to Iowa State, and they have replaced them with a couple of experienced D1 players. So technically they have about 10 guys who have seen fairly extensive action in Division I prior to this season. And we are getting to the Memphis introductions, starting with Jaden Hardaway, the head coach's son. He's a 6'5 redshirt sophomore from Memphis, attended East High School, averaging 4.1 points per game. Landers Nolly is a 6'7 redshirt sophomore from Fairburn, Virginia, a transfer from Virginia Tech, where he was honorable mention all ACC, averaging 13.3 points per game. From Brentwood, New York, a 6'5 sophomore, Lester Quinones, one of their most dangerous players, 10.5 points per game, 36% three-point shooter. Uh, he has been actually at his best recently. DeAndre Williams, a 6'9 junior from Houston, sat out a year out of high school, ended up at Evansville, then he transferred. They didn't know if he was going to be eligible this year, and then the NCAA passed its rule after the season had started that all transfers were immediately eligible this year, and so Williams has played in four of Memphis's 11 games and is averaging 10.8 points per game. And rounding it out, the only freshman that's really playing a lot for them this year, Musa Sise, 6'10", from Conakry, Guinea, in West Africa. He's averaging 6.4 points per game. I got a question for you, Mike. Okay. With this starting lineup, who's their point guard? Well, Quinones has been the guy that's been playing some point guard of any of those that are on that list, so I guess he is the guy. Okay. Well, I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he can bring it up against the shocker pressure. Tonight's officials, Anthony Jordan, K.B. Burdett Jr., and Jeffrey Clark. And we are ready to get this one underway here at the FedEx Forum in Memphis. They have approval to have as many as 3,000 to 3,500 fans tonight. It's going to be well short of that appears, although it seems like more and more are coming in all the time. But I would say... And it's, this is so big when they scatter them out, hard to tell. But I, I would say maybe 1,500 to a couple of thousand. I don't think there are probably 3,000 here. And as spread out as they are, we'll see how much noise they can make. They have a really good band, and they have the band here. And they're spread out kind of all over one big section at the end of the floor. So that helps add a little bit of home atmosphere for the Tigers. Well, this top section they have is way, way, way up there. I can't believe they got anybody sitting up there, but they do. <laughs> Opening tip controlled by Cisse. Quinones gives it to Nolly. He brings it into the front court. Jaden Hardaway with it, looking inside over to Quinones, right of the key, working his way into the keyhole, backing in on Altariq Gilbert. Down off the left side of the lane. Squared up, putting on the floor is Williams. Kicks it back out. High pass, saved by Hardaway. Low block, Cisse, jump hook. Off the mark, missed badly from about eight feet. Rebound, Trey Wade, and Gilbert brings it up for the Shockers. Yeah, they got it deep in the low post, but Cisse really hit it high off the backboard, missed it badly. Out top, Udeze gives it right side of the floor to Dexter Dennis. In front, 
Wade trying to penetrate it and back out front to Dennis. Shot clock at 15. Left wing Gilbert, couple of dribbles toward the corner, keeps his dribble, driving it, gets around Hardaway, bounces in the lane, almost got away, but saving it is Wade and taking it on a drive into the line to Desai. They're going to call traveling. There's contact. I was afraid that might be a charging call, but it's a travel on Trey Wade, and the Shockers turn it over on their first possession. Yeah, Altrick Gilbert uh, penetrated, got inside their defense, but uh, the pass was fumbled a little bit, and that kind of threw the Shockers off. Actually having Landers Nolly bring the ball up some, 6'5 wing. He's being guarded by Dexter Dennis. He gives it up to Jaden Hardaway, right of the key, above the arc. Hands it off, and pass out front to Quinones. Bounces left side to Nolly. Puts it on the floor, tries to penetrate, tried a little behind the back, almost got it swiped, almost traveled, hangs on to it, throws it way out near the timeline, and it goes over and back. He threw it over the head of DeAndre Williams, and so Memphis struggling in their first two possessions in the half court, and they turn it over on their second possession. Yeah, I can't believe a, a team that's struggling offensively is not going to have their starting point guard out there. I don't think Alex Lomax is going to stay out of the game long, unless he's got some injury we don't know about. Shockers will have it in their front court. It is nothing, nothing. 18.41 to go in the first half. Dennis into Trey Wade along the right side, way out near the timeline to Gilbert. Altariq waiting for his teammates to set some screens and get set up. Dribbles left off a little screen by Etienne. Keeps his dribble left side. Back to the free throw circle. Bounces under and laying it in as Udeze as he's fouled. Laid it in with the left hand and was fouled by Musa Cisse. Yeah, that was a really nice set play. They, they went off of Mo Udeze a couple of times. And the second time he looped around the defender when he helped. And there was a beautiful bounce pass from Altree Gilbert to uh, Mo Udeze going to the basket for the easy one. Udeze with the first two points of the game from the free throw line this year, 81.8%, 27 of 33. So he's getting to the line about three times a game, even though in a few of those he has not played very many minutes because of foul trouble. Free throw up, bounces softly off, tipped up, kept alive by Dexter Dennis, but recovered by Memphis. Pass up court by Nolly on the left wing, driving it putting up a runner, or actually throwing it on the wing, almost getting it stolen. Quinones bounces to the baseline. Williams throws it across the baseline, left corner. Shot fake, but Hardaway didn't have it. Drives it, throws up a wild hook in the lane. It bounces out. It's tipped around, and it's finally deflected by Dexter Dennis to Tyson Etienne. Etienne into the front court, right side of the floor. Right in the middle, Dennis, three on the way. Short spins out. Rebound, Memphis. Cissé pulled it down. 2 nothing Shockers, and just over two minutes gone in the first half. Yeah, good look that time by Dexter Dennis. He was right in rhythm, catching that pass from Etienne, but just went in and out. Memphis swung it around the perimeter to Williams on the right wing, brings it back to the top in the free throw circle, throws it on the wing. Quinones wide open. You can't give him that shot. He missed it anyway, but he was wide open. Rebound Trey Wade off to Gilbert. Yeah, so far, Shocker's doing a nice job on their boards. Gilbert left wing. Deeper on the wing to Dennis. Dex still has his dribble, uses it, flips it out to Deze, who came out for pressure relief, puts it on the floor, takes it in the lane, steps through, and I think he traveled again. Got an extra step in, so that's two traveling violations on Morris Udeze. The Shockers turn it over. So far, a couple of turnovers, but not the atomic bomb type where the other team's able to take it the other way quickly. No, just travels in the lane. And a couple of uh, guys that had been starting are in there now. Lomax just came in. And Jeffries just came in. DJ Jeffries, one of their, actually a five-star recruit coming out of high school last year. And Alex Lomax, who at one point committed to the Shockers, coming out of high school before Penny Hardaway got the job here, and he was released to come back here. Into the lane, almost losing it. It goes over the right wing to Lomax, down on the block, trying to make a move, forces way under, passing the lane, deflected. 
Trey Wade out to get it. Driving it up court on Lomax over to Dexter Dennis. Going to the basket, and it's blocked. That's going to be a goaltend, I think. Or is it a foul? Count the basket. A driving layup by Dexter Dennis that was swatted away by Cissé, but too late. It was on the way down. Yeah, it was a smart play by Trey Wade. I thought he was going to try to go one-on-one against Lomax, and I was worried about that, about him getting stripped. But he did a nice job of flipping the ball over to Dexter, who was flying down the court. Williams drives the lane. Gets in close, partially blocked, but a foul. It's going to go on Dexter Dennis, I believe. And DeAndre Williams will go to the line. Got pretty deep in the lane that time before he was contested. First foul on the Shockers. Two shots coming for Memphis's DeAndre Williams. Yeah, Trey Wade was guarding Williams, but I don't know if there was a switch or what, but Williams was wide open, and he had a, a lane right to the basket. And You don't want to let him drive. That's what he does best. He's really good at driving to the basket. First free throw for Williams is up. And good. Uh, this has been a strange stat. Memphis is shooting 62% from the line as a team. And Williams is one of the culprits. Nine for 19 coming in, 47.5%. But he shot 80% last year at Evansville on 52 of 65. So he is historically a much better free throw shooter than what he's done so far this year. Yeah, just got off to a bad start. Uh, he started three of, three of the four ball games. Second away short, though, and Dexter Dennis with the rebound. So the Shockers lead 4-1 with the ball, about three and a half minutes gone. Altariq Gilbert bringing it up, being guarded by Nolly, and then Lomax comes up to double team. He got it over to Etienne and back to Gilbert. Back on the right side to Etienne. Well above the arc, penetrates a little over to Gilbert. Shot fake, back to Etienne. Going to shoot the three from out front, backs off the uh, iron, off the back iron, that is, and the rebound to Jeffries, gets it quickly up to Lomax, penetrating, throws it back out front to Jeffries. He is dribbling out beyond the top of the arc, goes right wing to Williams. Williams back in front, and they swing it quickly left side to Lomax. Well above the arc, above the wing a little bit, out front Williams, shot clock at 13. Jeffries comes out to get it across the front, jumper on the way is good, and that's a three for Boogie Ellis. Ellis, who's been in a shooting slump much of the year, gets the first three for either team, ties the game at four. He's a really streaky shooter. Don't let him get started because he can light it up if he gets hot. He had 24 against St. Mary's in the opener. Etienne on the right wing. Isaiah Poorbear Chandler in the Shocker lineup now. Left wing, Dexter Dennis. One dribble over to Gilbert, a little deeper on the wing. Squared up on a defender, gets a screen, steps back. Three left wing, way off the mark. In fact, an air ball sails out of bounds without hitting the rim. And that will get us to the first media timeout. 15-19 to go in the first half and a low-scoring start. It's Wichita State 4, Memphis 4. To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great race, we gave this game day jam surprisingly great lyrics. I'll save a lot this When you and Mooshock have a date on the hardwood, make sure you're never late because of car trouble. Avoid that highway walk of shame by working with your nearest Kansas Land Tire store. As the name implies, always great value on tires, but also a service department that can handle anything from scheduled maintenance to brakes to exhaust and cooling systems. Wichita State basketball, Kansas Land Tire, and a well-tuned vehicle. The trifecta of a great winter. Find your nearest Kansas Land Tire store by going online at kansaslandtire.com. 
College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. And we have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Wichita State got off to a 4-0 start. Memphis has tied it up. Shockers have a couple of two-point field goals from Morris Udeze and Dexter Dennis. Memphis with a free throw from DeAndre Williams and a three-point basket by Boogie Ellis. Memphis is one of four from the field, one of two from three. The Shockers are two for five from the field, but 0 for three from three. Rebounds are even at four apiece so far in the early going, and obviously that's a number the Shockers want to at least keep close, if not win that battle outright. Memphis out-rebounds its opponents by seven per game. Memphis is 33rd in the nation in rebound margin. You know, we're used to seeing Memphis running up and down the court, scoring in the 80s. You know, you try to hold them down in the 70s or hold them down in the 60s, maybe the last couple of years, but uh, not this year. This year they've been struggling offensively. Uh, In the last two games they lost to Tulsa, only scored 57 points Sunday. And the game before that, back on December 29th, they only scored 57 or 58 points, and they won by one point against South Florida here. So uh, they just haven't been scoring uh, this year, and I don't really know why. They just haven't figured it out yet, Mike. Just under 71 for the season, but 54.7 points per game in their last three games. And a substitution for Memphis as Damian Baugh, a sophomore guard, is in the game, 6'3 from Nashville. He's wearing a mask on his face, so it looks like he may have had a broken nose. They have it in their front court. Ellis on the right wing, trying to penetrate a little, kicks it in the corner. Jeffrey's trying to take it in the lane, kicks it out to Ellis, left of the key. Throws it out top, gets it right back, off a screen, penetrating a little, forcing against Poor Bear, actually got rid of a pass, and a shot in the lane, contested and blocked by Poor Bear. It's still loose, and then it's fumbled out of bounds by Memphis as Trey Wade was hounding the Memphis player there, and that was Malcolm Dandridge who just came in. So the Shockers... Fought it off, got a couple of blocks, and get it back with the score still tied. Yeah, nice block sh- a shot by Poor Bear and a good hustle by Trey Wade to knock that basketball off of, off of Dandridge. Trey Wade out now. Ricky Council is in. Also, Monzi Jackson is in. It's Gilbert Council and Memphis in a zone trap. 2-2-1 look, full court. Council in the front court, double team, gets it away to Gilbert. And now they'll set up their half-court offense. Right side, Etienne, or the right corner to Jackson. Back up to Etienne. Brings it toward the middle, swings it over on the left wing to Altariq Gilbert. He gets a screen from Poor Bear, brings it to the top, looking to drive it, spinning, kicks it over to Council. He drives it, gets bumped, turns, fall away, bounces short. He just got it off ahead of the shot clock, almost got it to fall, but Memphis with the rebound. The pass up court to a guy who wasn't looking. It hit Jeffries in the head, a pass from Boogie Ellis. Jeffries wasn't even looking at him, hit him in the head and bounced it out of bounds. Yeah, Jeffries was running up the left sideline, and Boogie Ellis just threw it to him, and he wasn't looking at him, bounced it right off his head out of bounds. Uh, interesting matchup. They've got, uh, they had Lomax guarding uh, Ricky Council that last time down the floor. They've been switching from man to zone. Let's see what they're in this time. Looks like they're 
back in there man-to-man. And Craig Porter had the point. Now they double-team Monzi Jackson. He gets it away to Porter over to Council. Works off a screen by Poor Bear. Picked up his dribble. Hand off to Etienne. They try to double-team him. He works out of it. Cross-court right wing. Jackson turning, spinning. Up in traffic. Got it partially blocked in the rebound to Memphis. Lomax with the rebound. Up ahead to Baugh. Damian Baugh penetrating a little. Throws it cross-court. Long three by Ellis. In and out. And the rebound to Ricky Council. He made his first three. That one rattled in the cylinder and popped out. Yeah, I thought he made another one, but that went halfway down and came out of there. Council got caught up in the air, but managed to save it. A pass near the left corner to Porter. Now way up along the left sideline to Etienne. Jab step, drives it, spins the lane, goes down, and they're going to call traveling. That's really not a very good call because the ball came out of his hands. He fell down and was sliding on his fanny, but he didn't have possession of the ball. But it will be a shocker turnover. Memphis gets it back. Uh, that was uh, At that time, it was Etienne matched up against Lomax, and he tried to drive by him and get to the basket, but uh, just kind of got his feet tangled up and went down. So another traveling call. That's three now by the Shockers. Near the front court, Boogie Ellis, guarded by Craig Porter. Bounce pass off the left side of the lane to Jeffries. Jeffries trying to back down Monzi Jackson in the lane, twisting jumper. Good. DJ Jeffries with his first two. And Memphis takes its first lead, 6-4, to four, and a low-scoring first half so far. Porter into the front court, reversed behind his back, still has it. Now double-team, looking for help, and really in a tough situation, cross-court Jackson, taking it to the basket, tried to draw contact, missed, but Poor Bear gets the rebound and sticks it back in. Yeah, Monzie Jackson went up and thought he was going to get fouled. Didn't get fouled, went off balance, but a good catch-up play by Poor Bear to get the ball and stick it back in. Game tied at six. Ellis drives the lane in traffic, stumbles, falls down. Now, that, that was a travel on Etienne a moment ago. This time it's a foul on Wichita State. Memphis will play it from the baseline. Yeah, he was going down. There was a little bit of contact there, but uh, I'm not sure that wasn't a travel there, Mike. I think the foul might have been on Poor Bear, his first team second. Memphis to play it in from the baseline to the left of the basket, as, or at the right of the basket as they face it. Comes in the corner to Quinones, guarded by Etienne, trying to back Tyson down. Left baseline, kicks it out on the wing. Williams thought about shooting it, flips it out front. Ellis back over to Williams on the wing, trying to make a move on Poor Bear. Couldn't get by him, forces his way in the lane. Bad four shot, ball's batted around, but Jeffries the rebound. Turnaround jumper, bounces out. Memphis keeping it alive, but it's grabbed by Craig Porter. Dribbles out of there. They try to double-team him up court to Dexter Dennis. Eludes a steal attempt, drives him over the lane. Lobs and Council with a two-handed slam. Yeah, what a nice pass by Dexter Dennis. Up there to buy the rim so Council could flush it through. The other end, driving hard, putting it up, ball, rimmed off. Rebound, Poor Bear, hands it off to Porter, quickly up court to Dexter Dennis. Shocker's looking to move in transition. Dennis to the right wing, keeps his dribble, but the numbers weren't there, pulls it back out. Now looks to penetrate, kicks it cross court, left wing, council shot fake, drives it in the line, pull up, short. A little bit of contact, he almost could have gotten a charge there, tried to pull up and shoot it, left it a little short. Shocker's up by two in the lane, Williams back out to Jeffrey, shot from the top, good. Is that a two or a three? It's a three for DJ Jeffries, and Memphis goes back in front, 9-8. Yeah, that's a couple of baskets by DJ Jeffries. Now he had a post up a minute ago, and now a three-pointer in transition. Porter in the front court at the end, near the left corner to Council, way back out front to Porter. Puts it on the floor, looking to drive it, backing in the lane, down into the lane. Tries to step through, got knocked away, but recovers it over in the left corner to Etienne. 
Tyson guarded by Kenyonis. Step back three. A tough shot and a foul. Kenyonis stepped into him, and that'll be three free throws for Tyson Etienne. First, the under 12 timeout. 11.03 to go in the first half. It is Memphis 9, Wichita State 8, with Etienne going to the line for three when we come back. In a wreck, need a check? I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. Patterson Legal Group is a family business. From the minute you pick up the phone and call us, you're a part of the family. I'm Gary Patterson. Our team can help you with medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Most importantly, we can help you get your life back on track. In a wreck and need a check, call the Patterson Legal Group. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call 5500000. At Equity Bank, we mean more. More solutions to your finances and more bankers standing by, whether that's in our lobbies or in our drive throughs We here at Equity Bank are proud members of the community and big supporters of Wichita State basketball. We shoot straight and you score when it comes to no ATM fees nationwide. Stop by our Wichita locations or visit us online at equitybank.com to let us show you why equity means more. Now, here's to a great season. Go Shockers! Equity Bank, member FDIC. You'd love to have your AC and furnace systems checked to be sure they're working properly, but you don't want to pay for an expensive service call. Well, as a new Faunastock customer, you can have a trained HVAC tech come to a system diagnostic, suggest ways to improve your efficiency, and provide a free estimate on any needed repairs. All for just $19.46, the year Faunastock started. It's the new customer $19.46 special, only from Faunastock. License number 1747S. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means or John Green. In Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. And in Andover, see Wes Farber. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Memphis 9, Wichita State 8. Neither team shooting it well. Memphis is 3 for 10, 30%, but they've made 2 of 4 three-point shots and 1 of 2 free throws. Wichita State just 4 of 12, 33%, 0 for 3 from beyond the arc and 0 for 1 from the line. The Shockers have one more rebound, 9-8, and one less turnover. They have three turnovers to Memphis's four. Each team has been whistled for two fouls, and the last one occurred on the play right before the timeout. Tyson Etienne will be going to the line for three shots after being fouled on a three-point shot by Lester Quinones. I don't think the Shockers have hit a three yet, have they? They Mike? have not. No. And three had- early attempts, and they were all good open looks, but none of them went in. Yeah, I thought Dexter's was going to go in, but it, it was in and out. Uh, Altree Gilbert had a pretty open look, and uh, but uh, now a, a, a real mistake by Quinones, uh, Fallon, Tyson Etienne on a three-point attempt right in front of their bench. So he's going to go to the line and get three free, free throws. So maybe that'll help Tyson uh, get going if he gets the free throw line. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletics. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a senior boxing class or join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at www.oxfordvilla.com. Etienne to the line for the Shockers. Morris Udeze is back in the game, coming out of the timeout. 
Etienne has not been to the line. Shockers are 0 for 1 on an earlier try by Udeze. First free throw, good. Tyson was just 2 of 4 in the last game against Tulsa that dropped him below 80% to 79.4 for the season. That's his first point of the night and ties the game at 9. Two more attempts coming. That one's in and out. Well, only two shots. I uh, thought he was... Yeah, it must have been a two. I thought he was shooting a three, but he was not. Jumper at the other end. No good by Landers Nolly. Rebound Dexter Dennis. Drives it up the middle of the floor. Flips ahead to Altariq Gilbert. Gilbert on the right wing. Penetrates in the lane. Shoves it under for Udeze. Maybe too many dribbles. He's jammed up under there. Throws it out in the corner. It was deflected out by Memphis. Yeah, Gilbert got in the lane. Drew a couple defenders. He was kicking it to Mo, but he made kind of a wide pass to Mo, and he had to reach for it, and that threw off the timing, and Mo couldn't get up to the basket. Got tied up. Scoreboard above the court has the score at 9-8 Memphis. They didn't give Etienne the first of those two free throws. There we throws. go. They just switched it. Balls into Dennis along the left sideline. Shockers with 18 on the shot clock. Dennis gave it back to Altariq Gilbert. Right at the middle of the court. Thought about a three. Right wing to Council. Hand off to Etienne. Bringing it up top. Pulls up in the foul circle. 15-footer in and out. Nice looking shot but wouldn't go down. Cisse with the rebound for Memphis. Handed it off. And now walking to the front court is Quinones. And a pass again, a misread. Earlier, Boogie Ellis hit Jeffries in the back of the head with a pass. That time, it was Nolly throwing one to Jeffries, and Jeffries cut the other way just as he threw it and went through open space out of bounds. Yeah, miscommunication. Jeffries was cutting back door, and Nolly just threw it to where Jeffrey was, and it went right out of bounds. So another turnover. A lot of turnovers by both teams so, so far tonight. 9-9 with 10-15 to go in the first half. These teams on less than a point-a-minute pace. Udeze in the left corner. Shot fake by Gilbert. Brings it back up to the wing. Now drives it. Fumbled it. Recovers. Needs help. Kind of trapped in the corner. Bounces to Council. Left the lane. Across the lane. Etienne missed the layup. Rebound. Udeze fighting for it. And it's out of bounds off Memphis. Quinones tried to strip it away, but bounced it on the end line. A really nice back cut that time by Etienne. Went to cut to the basket. I think it might have been Mo who made that pass to him. I'm not sure. But it was a real nice cut by Etienne. Looked like he had a pretty wide open layup, but just rushed it. And it went in and out. Actually, Ricky Council with the pass after being trapped near the corner is great vision to see him. Now they get it to Etienne, curling right side, out to Gilbert, passed up a three, looking to drive it, steps up foul line with the jumper, ooh, in and out and yeah. back in. Popped out, went back down, first two points for Altariq Gilbert, and the Shockers lead 11-9. Memphis quickly in the front court. Nolly left wing to Quinones, looking in the block, almost stolen by Dexter Dennis on a pass to Jeffries, but he was able to get it near the left corner, dribbles up a couple of dribbles, then back near the corner. Backing it down, spinning and almost losing it is Nolly. Double team trying to find a teammate. And what are they going to call? He actually threw his arm up into the defender, Altariq Gilbert, and shoved him out of the way. And they're going to call the foul on Gilbert. But that was an offensive foul on Landers Nolly that he got away with. Yeah, Nolly was trying to post up Gilbert. And he was trying to back him down until Mo Desi left his man, came over to double team. They had Nolly trapped. I thought they were going to get a held ball there, Mike. And then that foul happened. Uh, tough call for Gilbert. His first, team's third. They lob the ball way out front to Cisse. He bounces it at the top to Jeffries. Jeffries guarded by Trey Wade, who's back in the game. Quinones at the free throw circle near the left corner. Nolly for three. Good. Oh, he tough. had Dexter Dennis right up on him. A tough shot by Landers Nolly. 
his first basket. Memphis staying in it with threes. They've made three threes to none for the Shockers, and Memphis leads 12 to 11. If that shot hadn't gone in, you'd just say he forced it up because Dexter was right up in his face. Left wing, Gilbert. Shot fake from three, drives it closer in the free throw circle, all the way basket, shovels under, and a block by Suse. Blocked Udeze, just got his hand up over the top of it and stuffed it. Pull up at the other end by Nolly is good from about 12 feet. Yeah, that's what they do. They turn you over, then they come down and score at the other end. A nice block by Suse that time after a beautiful pass from Gilbert to Udeze. Memphis up 14 to 11, and Tigers have it right back. Cissé flipped it over to Jeffries, who brings it into the front court. Down off the left side of the lane to Nolly, near the corner. Back out front, penetrating, dishing in the lane. Cissé, a little fall away, partially blocked. Rebound deflected out to Craig Porter, who brings it back the other way with the Shockers down three. Good team defense that time by Porter and Udeze helping each other. At the top, Trey Wade. Shot fake, going to take a three. Way short air ball. That's two three-point attempt air balls by the Shockers tonight. One by Gilbert and now one by Wade. That would have tied it, but it didn't come close. Yeah, Dexter Dennis just had a three the last time down. It was a pretty good look, and uh, Shockers having a hard time from behind the arc tonight. With four seconds over 12 minutes gone, the Shockers have 11 points, Memphis 14. The Tigers with the ball. And Nolly in the front court dribbles right. Shoved his hand into the defender and shoved him over. No foul call, but he fumbled it out of bounds. A Memphis turnover, and that'll get us to the under eight timeout. 7.53 to go in the first half. Ugly offensive game. Memphis leads the Shockers 14 to 11. Lubers, located in Cheney, Kansas, is the largest Chevy and Ford dealer in Kansas. At Lubers in Cheney, you'll find over 700 vehicles to choose from. And Lubers is a 30-year member of the Shocker Wheels Club. Plus, many family members and employees are Wichita State University graduates. And even more still, are fans of WSU Athletics. So take the short drive to Lubers in Cheney, Kansas. You'll be glad you did. Lubers. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. Frustrated with stains? Litton's Appliance Showroom is your destination for Maytag laundry pairs built with extra power to take on everyday tough stains. Some stains dissolve best in hot water, others in cold. Now you can fight both with the push of a button. Select Maytag washers featured the extra power button to boost stain fighting performance with a dual temperature wash. Stop in today and shop select Maytag laundry pairs that deliver extra power from start to finish. Litton's Appliance is conveniently located at 123 South Hillside. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left-hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. We have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 12.40 KFA. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 7.53 to go in the first half here in Memphis. Memphis 14, Wichita State 11. The Shockers are just 5 of 18, 28%, including 0 for 5 from 3, and they're 1 for 3 from the free throw line. Meanwhile, Memphis is 5 of 14, just 35.7%, but a team that's shooting a tick under 30% for the season from three is three for five from beyond the arc. That's the difference in the ballgame. They're also one of two.
from the free throw line. Memphis out rebounding the Shockers, but just by one, 13-12, and the Shockers have three turnovers to six for Memphis. Yeah, one thing Memphis doesn't get enough credit for is their on-ball defense. They're a pretty good man-to-man defensive team. They hold their opponents to 64 points a game and 40% shooting as a team, so they're, they're tough one-on-one. Uh, Shockers are getting some isolation, but having a hard time meeting their man. And if they do get to the basket, uh, Memphis has done a good job of coming over and blocking the shot a couple of times that the Shockers have got to the basket. Don't forget our weekly men's basketball coaches show broadcast with head coach Isaac Brown. They're on KFH Radio, 97.5 FM, 1240 AM. Monday nights live from AJ Sports Grill at the Alley at 13th and Greenwich Road, and Monday nights are burger nights at AJ's, so plan on joining us Mondays at 6 for the men's basketball show, live at AJ's, Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich. Shocker's got to get something going offensively, Mike. They have a chance here as Altariq Gilbert brings it to the front court, guarded by Quinones. Memphis man-to-man, bounce pass at the high post, right elbow to Odeze, handoff to Dennis, going left to right, spins in the lane, kind of a force, got it blocked, recovers, or actually Odeze tried to recover it, but he bounced it on the end line. Dexter spun around the initial defender, and he ended up kind of falling backward in between two defenders, shot an off-balance shot. Yeah, that was a set play coming out of the timeout. Normally they run that play for Tyson Etienne, but they ran it for Dexter Dennis, and there's another turnover on an attempted back cut by Memphis. That was Nolly doing the back cutting. Jaden Hardaway tried to throw it to him, but he led him too far with a bounce pass, and it bounced out of bounds. Seventh turnover for Memphis. However, both teams have had the kind of turnovers that don't really lead to fast break opportunities. So I don't have the number right now, but I would I would bet that the points off turnovers is pretty low for both sides. And another 2-2-1 zone press by the Tigers this time. Porter in backcourt, across court to Gilbert, who gets it into the front court. They're looking to trap him back out in the middle to Porter and back over to Gilbert. Shockers down three with the ball, 7.20 to go in the first half. Gilbert pounding it out front, waiting for his teammates to reset. Dribbles toward the left. Keeps his dribble going, down to eight to shoot. Right wing, Dexter Dennis. Got a bigger man in his face, trying to make a dribble move over to Porter. He's going to have to force one. Long three, off the rim, rebound Dennis, and he goes up and got it partially blocked. Looked like he hesitated or took an extra step, was maybe going to dunk it, and got it blocked from behind. Uh, Memphis with the recovery. That's about the third shot the Shockers have had right at the rim that has been blocked or changed. Williams wide open at the free throw line, missed it way short, and the recovery by Udeza. He was wide open. It was like a free throw, and he left it. It barely got to the rim. It barely touched the rim. You're right. Gilbert penetrating a little, fumbled it through at left side and got it stolen. Dennis fighting to get it back and then tried to pass it to a teammate, and it's taken away by Landers Nolly. Ahead to Williams. Back for Nolly, and he threw it through his hands out of bounds. That is eight turnovers for Memphis, and they're starting to gripe at each other and... It's, it's an ugly scene. Yeah, Nolly's saying, go up and shoot it, go up and shoot it, I think, by the way he's uh, uh, gesturing to uh, Williams. But they tried to do a little two-on-one, tried to pass it back to him, and it right out of bounds off of, uh, right off of Nolly. Shockers are struggling to get good looks. Memphis is struggling to get shots at all because they keep turning it over. Memphis leads, though, 14-11. to 11. Porter trying to penetrate. Backdoor cut to Etienne was cut off on the block. Cross-court left wing to Gilbert down the left block. Udeze moving in there on Dandridge. Left-handed hook. Good. Udeze just backed down Dandridge and scored, and that's his second bucket and puts the Shockers back to within one. At the other end, driving, missing. Dexter Dennis with the rebound on the miss by Dandridge. 
Shocker's back the other way. Gilbert up front. Right under the basket. Udeze is all alone for a two-handed flush. Yeah, really good vision that time by Altery Gilbert. Udeze was doing a rim runner right down the middle of the court. And uh, Gilbert just threaded a pass through two defenders right to Mo Udeze for the dunk. Shockers go back in front 15-14. That's going to lead to a Memphis timeout. And this will probably be a 30. Penny Hardaway with the call. Uh, we're not close enough to the four-minute timeout to get the under four, so both teams staying on their feet in front of their bench. I mentioned the coaches' show with Isaac Brown on Monday night. Shocker Volleyball starts tomorrow. They will be playing in a tournament in Springfield, Missouri. They'll open their season tomorrow against South Dakota. They'll also play Oral Roberts and Missouri State over the weekend, and we will have our first Chris Lamb coaches' show on Monday as well, so the lineup from AJ's will be Isaac Brown, 6-7, to seven, Keitha Adams talking women's basketball from 7-8, to eight, and Chris Lamb, Shocker Volleyball from 8-9 to nine on Monday night. That last little flurry that gave the Shockers the lead uh, was all Mo Udeze. He scored on one end with a nice little left-handed jump hook, and then he altered a shot on the defensive end, and they made a nice dunk after a good pass by Gilbert on the offensive end in transition. Memphis possession. Boogie Ellis out front over to Damian Baugh, who's taken off that face guard that he had on earlier. Quinones to Ellis, back over to Baugh, on the left wing to Quinones. Cutting the basket, Baugh, and he gets the layup. Got a step on Craig Porter and laid it in. First two points for Damian Baugh. That'll put Memphis back in front, 16-15. Yeah, the oldest play in basketball, the give and go, and that was a really nice cut that time by Baugh. Porter into the front court over to Gilbert. Altariq up above the left wing. Double teamed and stepped out of bounds. Lomax kind of got his body in front of him and forced him to the sideline. And Altariq tried to turn around and avoid a double team and stepped out of bounds. Yeah, if you get that ball near the sideline, they love to double team you against the sideline. And they got Gilbert that time. Isaac Brown going a little bigger again as he gets Ricky Council back in the game, replacing Craig Porter. The Shockers were playing with three guards for a while. Out on the wing, Ellis driving, step back jumper baseline, bounces off, rebound, Lomax under the basket, kicks it in the corner, open jumper for Baugh, good. A three for Damian Baugh, who was 0 for 5 from that range all season and makes a three-point bucket. He's got the last five points for Memphis. Driving it up court, Ricky Council, bounces left block to Udeze. Morris looking to make a move on Dandridge, backing him down. They're going to call the charge, and that looked like a flop all the way from Dandridge but K.B. Burdett Jr. with the call, and Morris Udeze picks up his first foul. I, I just hate that call. It, it didn't look like to me he lowered his shoulder because we're a long ways away from that play, but it uh, looked like a pretty good post move that, that time by Mo Udeze, but uh, got called for the offensive foul. 19-15 Memphis. They have the ball. 4.41 to go first half. Lomax drives it up court, drives down the lane, bounces a pass in the corner. Quinones penetrating a little out front to Baugh, and Baugh Pulls it back. Penny Hardaway calling a play from the sideline. Out front, Quinones over to Jeffries. Shocks in his own this time, Mike. Off the left side of the lane, Quinones drives baseline. Cut off, bounces across the baseline. Dandridge takes it in the lane. Didn't have a shot. Out to Lomax. Open three. Just ahead of the shot clock, and he hits it. And Lomax was 0 for 6 from 3 all year. So two guys who are a combined 0 for 11 from 3 for the season have made their last two shots. And then something was called by the official right after that. 
I don't know what they're looking at. Something on the monitor. There was no one around Lomax, so there's no way he could have been fouled after the shot. Maybe uh, they're looking to see if he stepped on the line. Yeah, maybe they're looking to see if it's a three or not. Three-pointer. Yeah, they were judging to see if he was on the line or not, and there was a break in the action, so they just checked it right then. But that's the difference in the ball game right now, Mike, is the uh, Memphis Tigers are hitting three-pointers, and the Shockers can't, can't buy one. Hitting them like they never do. They're shooting 30%. Pass inbounds to Poor Bear, about 15 feet inbounds, and back to Dexter Dennis as they break the press. Dexter right wing brings it back out front, keeps the dribble going as he couldn't get it to Gilbert. Now they double-team him. Gets it to Gilbert in traffic, and they're going to call a foul on Damian Baugh. Tried to jump up and cut off the pass to Gilbert, what was late, and stepped into him. The foul on Baugh will be his first, but just the third team foul on Memphis. That will get us to the under four timeout. 3.59 to go in the first half, and it is Memphis 22, Wichita State 15. In sports, success is measured in the number of points scored, in games won, and in championships earned. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in our community support, in being there when you need us. In fact, 9 out of 10 people surveyed with a claim would recommend shelter to a friend. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For renter's insurance, see Taylor Zika in Mulvane, Kenneth Gooch in Belplane, or Ricky Casey in Wichita. When Coke Industries seeks new talent for its workforce, it travels all of two miles from its global headquarters to Wichita State University. The team at Coke is filled with shockers who are creating innovations to meet everyday needs like cleaner water, renewable fuels, advanced medical devices, safer vehicles, and energy-efficient building materials. See the inspiring stories for yourself at kochindustries.com. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. And they upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. And we have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 1240 KFA. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers or Dusty Self. In Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. And in Valley Center, see Tim Dink. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Memphis, 22, Wichita State, 15. Biggest lead for either team, 359 to go in the first half. And the amazing number is Memphis's three-point shooting. They are 29.9% on the year. They have made five of seven threes in the first half, and two of those have been by players who were a combined 0 for 11 all season. Damian Baugh, who was 0 for 5, made one, and then on the next possession, uh, Lomax, Alex Lomax, who was 0 for 6 on the year, made one. So they are 5 of 7 from 3. Wichita State 0 for 6 from 3. So there's five points in a uh, seven-point ball game. The Shockers are just 7 of 23, shooting 304, and Memphis 8 of 20 for 40%. Each team's made one free throw. Memphis has 16 rebounds to Wichita State's 15. The Shockers have done better in the turnover category. Get that number for you. 
Shockers have committed four turnovers, six turnovers now, Memphis eight. It was a bigger margin for the Shockers a little bit earlier, but they've had a couple recently. You know, the Shockers are running good offense. They're, they're getting some wide open threes. They're not knocking any of them down. And when they do get to the basket, uh, Memphis is doing a nice job of recovering and either altering the shot or blocking the shot. Gilbert on the right wing. Etienne twisting three right of the key. Way short. Saved by Ricky Council. Reverse layup. Missed, but a foul. They're going to count the basket. I thought somebody got it on the rim, and they did. Ricky Council gets credit for the follow. He's got four points. That'll cut the lead back to five. Man, he's a quick jumper. He really gets up there to that basket quickly, and he got that one and got it up on the glass. 2-2-1 press this time by the Shockers. Damian Baugh into the front court with it and feeds it cross court left side to Lomax. Couple of dribbles toward the middle, back to Baugh. Two guard front at the moment. Jeffrey springs it out front now in the dribble. Looks in the lane. Pass was deflected and picked off by Etienne, bringing it up court in traffic. Ahead for Gilbert, has to save it, and it's out of bounds off Memphis. Fortunate save by Gilbert. Etienne tried to pass it ahead and almost threw it out of bounds. Altariq Gilbert able to get to it, jump in the air before it went out of bounds and save it back in off a Memphis player. Yeah, kind of a bad pass by Tyson, but it's going to end up shocker basketball. Nice steal down the defensive end, though, by Gilbert in the zone defense out front. Altariq has it at the top. And the right wing, Etienne curling, gets a man in the air, gets a shot away, was looking for a foul, no call, and Memphis with the rebound. And Etienne's now 0 for 5 in the first half. Damian Baugh drives it into the lane. Little leaner, short, tipped by Poor Bear and grabbed by Etienne on the rebound, and then a foul, a reach in on either Baugh or Dandridge. Let's see where they go. Baugh with the call. That's going to be his second, fourth team foul on Memphis. Yeah, nice job by Poor Bear to go up there and bother that shot and then to grab that rebound. Uh, nice defensive help and a good defensive rebound by Poor Bear Chandler. He's been giving uh, Isaac Brown some good minutes tonight. Shockers down five with the ball. They were down seven, so a chance to get a little closer here. Looks like Josephat Bilal is heading to the scorer's table. 3.06 to go in the first half. Josephat will check in for Isaiah Poorbear Chandler. Looks like Memphis will pick up full court right now, right? It's full court man-to-man. Dexter Dennis to play it in, gets it in to Gilbert. They don't try to trap him. Ball was near the corner. He'll just bring it up one-on-one against Lomax. At the timeline, slowly across the timeline. Had a little brush screen from Bilal, and that gives it up to Etienne. Right wing to Dennis. Dexter looking in the post. One dribble out front to Gilbert. Shot fake, looking to drive it. Step back three, tough shot. Off the back iron, rebound Memphis. Clearing it was Jeffries. Long pass up ahead to Lomax. Shovels it back for a three by Nolly, and Landers Nolly with his second three. Sixth three of the first half for Memphis. Yeah, he's a pretty good three-point shooter, and that time uh, Lomax did a nice job of setting him up with a nice transition three-pointer. Dexter Dennis pull up at the foul line way off the mark, off the right side, but it's fumbled out of bounds by Musa Cisse, and it'll stay in that end with the Shockers. Memphis now with its biggest lead, 25-17 as they have hit six of eight from three-point range. And the Shockers are really struggling for on all their outside shots, even L- the medium-range ones. Lob into Etienne, drives it in traffic, throws up a runner, had to really loft it over a, a block shot attempt and missed it badly off the opposite side. Jefferson at the other end, pulls up in the lane, missed about a 14-footer, rebound tip to Council, and he gets knocked off his feet by Jeffries, who is chasing the rebound. D.J. Jeffries picks up his first foul. Still only the team's fifth, no free throws here for the Shockers. Well, one thing the Shockers are doing uh, really well tonight, they're playing really good deep defense, and they're doing a really nice job on the defensive board. Uh, Memphis Tigers have not gotten many offensive rebounds. Uh, really, Shockers doing a nice job of protecting the defensive boards. 
Shockers have it in. Down eight. Still 2.06 to go in the first half. Bringing it to the timeline, Gilbert. And hands it off out front to Ricky Council. Over to Wade. He hands it to Etienne and back over to Gilbert. Well beyond the top of the arc. Has a screen from Bilal. Thought about a three. Left wing Council. He'll take a three. Spins off. Rebound tipped by Trey Wade, but he was boxed out well by Jeffries, who rebounded it ahead to Lomax. Lomax looking to penetrate, then cross court. Shot fake by Nolly, another fake. Jeffries driving the baseline and missed a layup. He was contested by Gilbert, rebound Etienne. Thought he was going to make that after he cleared Gilbert. Altariq for three at the other end. Short, rebound tipped and controlled by Memphis. Jeffries comes out of there with it. Dribbles up the right sideline. Bounce pass ahead. Stolen by Altariq Gilbert. Got in front of Cisse and stole it. At the other end, penetrates. Ball knocked loose, but they're going to call a foul, I think, on Lomax. Poking at the ball, poking it away from Gilbert, and a Memphis player down after all of that. Another wide-open shot uh, last time by Gilbert uh, that, that didn't go in, but he made a nice steal on the defensive end in transition, got down, drew the foul on Lomax. Uh, Shocker's doing a lot of things right tonight, but, man, they are struggling on the offensive end. Nobody can get it going. 8 of 31, 0 for 10 from three, and Memphis is six for eight, and Memphis leads by eight. Ball in the left corner to Etienne. Quinones right up on him. Out front to Bilal and over to Ricky Council. Crossover dribble down the lane. In traffic, kind of a leaner. Ball partially blocked. Memphis knocks it out of bounds. It'll stay with the Shockers. But Wichita State is trying to penetrate, get it in close to the basket, but they're getting a lot of shots blocked and altered by this shot-blocking Memphis team. Yeah, you leave your feet up at the basket looking for a foul. The referees are kind of letting them play tonight on both ends, and Memphis is long and really jumps well, so it's hard to get those shots off around the basket. Craig Porter out front to Bilal off the inbounds pass, hands it back. Back to Porter, who came out front. Right wing, Trey Wade. Right corner, Bilal for three. Maybe he can walk no, Way one. off the mark. Rebound, Trey Wade. Gets a man in the air. Shot good. Trey Wade, shot faked a man in the air. Hit about an eight-footer for his first two points of the game. Thank you. And that was off an offensive <laughs> rebound on the Bilal miss. Under a minute, 25-19. Memphis, Shockers at just about a point a minute here in the first half. Quick pass to the block. Shot missed. And the rebound knocked away from Wichita State. They say last touch by the Shockers, though. That was Dandridge, I believe, under, or Cisse under the basket. A little left-handed jump hook right in point-blank range. Missed it. A couple of shockers going after it, but lost it out of bounds. Both teams have had a lot of shots right by the baskets that have been missed, blocked, or altered. Left wing, Nolly, guarded by Council. Boogie Ellis, left corner, a three by Jaden Hardaway. That's no good, but the long rebound. Chased down by Nolly way out front. Shot clock. At 16, game clock at about 24, but difference of about seven or eight seconds, actually about eight seconds, looks like. Shockers should get it back. Oh, that's a moving screen. Nolly penetrating, stop, turnaround, contested, way short, but a rebound by Memphis, put up and missed, point blank by Boogie Ellis, rebound Bilal. Shockers dodged another bullet there, Etienne over to Porter, into the front court, three seconds, long three by Craig Porter, that's an air ball, and that's the way the half ends. Wichita State probably fortunate to only be down six at halftime with their maybe poorest shooting half of the season. It is Memphis 25, Wichita State 19 at halftime. Stay tuned for the Capital Federal Halftime Show. Wife Tammy dishes the mobile phone. Husband Gary uses his pivot foot, goes behind the back for that easy mobile deposit. That's money in the bank. Judy runs point, gets the green light, and takes the inside lane for a drive through business deposit. No one can stop money in the bank. 
Johnny's coming off the bench, uses that true blue debit card at the ATM, easy layup with that check deposit for what? Money in the bank! Whether you're dropping dimes, going downtown, or just need one-on-one, -on -one, Capital Federal will always help you put money in the bank. Capital Federal, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road in Wichita is your new home for Shocker Coaches shows. Be sure to check out our all-new burger menu because Mondays are burger days at AJ's. And don't forget, Thursdays are buy one, get one free pizza day. Dine-in only and excludes the Superdome. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go-karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Superdome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great race, we gave this game day jam surprisingly great lyrics. Wake up, comb your hair, grab your keys, go to work, clock in, clock out, sit in traffic, get home, TV on, grab a beer, roll a joint, take a sip, take a hit, relax. Hungry? Barbecue sounds good. Delivery? Nah, ain't good to drive. Get in the car, get on the road, run the red. Never saw the other car. DUIs, jail time, death. These can and will happen if you drive impaired. Brought to you by the Kansas Department of Transportation and your Kansas law enforcement community. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. And we have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Vivian Adams, Sean Chapman, Carrie Mock, or Chris Post. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Memphis and the Capital Federal Halftime Show. Capital Federal True Blue for over 125 years. Memphis leads Wichita State 25-19 at the half. Their biggest lead was eight just moments before that. And the Shockers with just awful shooting in the first half. Nine for 35, 25.7%, and 0 for 12 from three. Memphis wasn't much better overall. Nine of 28, 32% but six of nine from three for a team shooting under 30% from three for the year. So that was the whole difference in the first half. Each team made one free throw. There were only five free throws shot. As you said, Bob, they were pretty much letting them play at both ends. Wichita State had one less rebound, a couple less turnovers, so everything else pretty even. They held Memphis to three of 19 shooting from two-point range, but those six of nine threes, the whole difference in the ballgame. Yeah, and they shoot 30% normally from three-point and 62% from the free-throw line, so they're not a very good outside shooting team. At least they haven't been so far this season. But uh, they got a lot of talented kids that are very capable, and, and tonight they're sticking the ball in the basket. But the Shockers have got to figure out a way to make their open shots, and they've had plenty of open shots. Dexter Dennis, I can remember two or three wide open threes that he had. Uh, Altry Gilbert's had about three or four of them. 
Uh, Ricky Council had just had one that went in and out. Uh, the only guy that hasn't had many wide open looks is Tyson Etienne. They're doing a really nice job of really dogging him around the half court and, and making his life miserable. The, uh, Tyson Etienne uh, has had a hard time getting open looks, but uh, the Shockers have had plenty of other guys with open looks, but they just haven't knocked them down, Mike. The Shockers uh, had a lot of different people uh, getting looks, but as Bob said, not that many uh, from three-point range. It's kind of been spread out. Tyson Etienne was 0 for 6 from the field, but just 0 for 2 from 3. So it was really just a widespread group of players taking the shots from three, and a lot of them were wide open. There were also out of that, though, about at least three or maybe four air balls shot by the Shockers. One of them was right at the end of the half by Craig Porter on a really long one to beat the end of the half clock. But Memphis got two of two three-point shooting from Landers Nolly, who is a good three-point shooter. Boogie Ellis, who's streaky, was one for two. But they also got a three-pointer each from Damian Baugh and Alex Lomax, who had combined for 0 for 11 for the season from that range before tonight's game. We said before the game, this is a Memphis team that can do that kind of thing. They're very talented. They've been erratic. They've been up and down. But you let them get going a little bit on a given night. The Shockers didn't give them any easy baskets in transition to speak of. It wasn't that, but they just started hitting some threes, and it just got contagious. I can't think of one basket they got in transition, Mike. So you're right. The defense, the half-court defense was pretty solid for Wichita State. The transition defense was great by Wichita State. The defensive rebounding was really good by Wichita State. Uh, but... Uh, Memphis has just knocked down the open shots that they've gotten, a, a pretty good percentage of them, and Wichita State has not knocked down the open three-point attempts that they've had, and that's, that's the difference in the ball game. It's only six points, only a couple of shots, but uh, the Shockers have got to figure something out offensively, and, uh, you know, Tyson, Tyson Etienne has done a really good job when people have held him down in the first half. He's come back in the second half and had some really good uh, second halves uh, so maybe he can do that again tonight against Memphis. Well, the thing is, the Shockers are only down six. Certainly they faced some deficits in the first half or even later in the second half that they've come back from. Uh, I know they have to go into the second half feeling like they can only shoot it better, but uh, it would certainly help to have a couple go down fairly early in the half, get a little flow of confidence going again. Yeah, that would, that would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, both teams having a hard time finishing around the basket. As we mentioned, the referees are letting both teams play. They're letting them block shots. They're letting the contact uh, happen near the basket without calling fouls. And uh, Shockers have had a number of shots in around the basket that, that have been missed or blocked. Uh, but Memphis has too. They've had, a, if you look at a shot clock, they've had about probably seven or eight or nine shots right around the basket that they've either missed or the Shockers have blocked or altered those shots. So both teams having trouble around the basket. But uh, Memphis just knocking down a few three-pointers, a six out of nine, which is a really, really good percentage for that for this ball club. And that hot three-point shooting has them in front here at halftime, 25-19. to 19. We'll go inside the numbers when we come back on the Capital Federal Halftime Show. From the quarterback to the kicker, everyone contributes to a winning football team. As a Shelter Auto Insurance customer, you are part of our winning team. This year, you're driving less and having fewer accidents, so Shelter is lowering auto insurance rates. Not a current customer? Contact your local Shelter agent for a free quote. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Some restrictions apply. Not available in all states. 
See Beth Hall in Augusta, Jody O'Kady's in Andover, or Grant Collins in Wichita. Hey, I'm Mike Lynn, and I absolutely love to share the Chick-fil-A 30-count nugget with my family. Even when my kids are all running around in the house, I know as soon as I stick those hot breaded nuggets on that table, everybody quiets down, they sit down, and we enjoy family time. Hey y'all, I'm Maddie, and something I love about the Chick-fil-A nuggets is their gold color. It lets me know that I'm about to enjoy something hot and delicious. It's just comfort food. It feels good to eat. Real guests paid for their testimonial. When two teams compete on the court, there can only be one winner. But in business and life, Coke Industries believes that win-win outcomes are the key to long-term success. That's why Coke creates innovations to meet everyday needs like cleaner water, renewable fuels, advanced medical devices, safer vehicles, and energy-efficient building materials. See the inspiring stories for yourself at kochindustries.com. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left-hand scores. It is collegiate debut. He drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. We have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 1240 KFA. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Back in Memphis, this is the Capital Federal Halftime Show. And we go inside the numbers with a look at the halftime stats. Brought to you by BKD, CPAs and Advisors. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Memphis leading at 25-19. The Shockers only shooting 26% in the first half on 9 of 35. 0 for 12 from 3. And one of three from the line. Memphis, meanwhile, not a lot better overall. 32% on nine of 28, but they made six of nine threes and of two from the line. Rebounding favors Memphis by just one, 24-23. Turnovers, six for Wichita State, 10 for Memphis. Shockers didn't capitalize on that too much. They outscored Memphis on points after turnovers, 10-8. Shockers outscored Memphis 18-6. to on points in the paint and 9-3 to three on second chance points. But again, that three-point shooting carries Memphis to the six-point halftime lead. Yeah, Mo Deze, six points, uh, three out of four shooting from the field. So uh, Mo shooting a, a good percentage, just needs to get more shots off. Uh, they're doing a pretty good job of uh, making him take tough shots. But, uh, man, I mean, look at those shooting. Uh, Dex 0 for 2, Tyson 0 for 2, Altreek 0 for 3. Craig Porter 0 for 2. Uh, man, just a lot of offers from behind the arc, and uh, something's got to change there if they want a chance to win this ballgame. And you can certainly look at Tyson Etienne having not scored. He is 0 for 6 overall. He's 1 point, not scored from the field. 0 for 6 overall, 0 for 2 from 3. Dexter Dennis with just 2 points on an early layup. Uh, but Memphis the same way. Lester Quinones averaged 10.5 points a game, nothing in the first half. DeAndre Williams, 10.8 per game, just one point in the first half. But Landers Nolly had eight. DJ Jeffries and Damian Baugh both came off the bench to get five. 
and a couple of players with three apiece. Jeffries had nine rebounds, but the Shockers stayed right with the Tigers on the boards, just one less with balance. Four rebounds for Dexter Dennis, three apiece for Trey Wade, Isaiah Poorbear Chandler, Ricky Council, and Craig Porter. Council was the Shockers' next best scorer to Deze six. He had four on two of six shooting, a couple of his misses. He tried to take it in a lot of traffic around the basket, got the shot partially blocked or altered, but he did give the Shockers some lift off the bench with four points and three rebounds in 11 minutes. Uh, yeah, I, I thought Dexter moved the ball well. He, he made some really nice passes, that one in transition to uh, Ricky Council for the dunk. Uh, uh, they did a nice job of moving the basketball, unselfish. Uh, uh, they're not standing around. They're not putting up a lot of bad shots. The Shockers are running offense. They're getting some pretty good shots. They just got to start knocking them down. One thing I was impressed with, Mike, is their defensive rebounding. You know, uh, Memphis had 18 missed shots, 19 missed shots, and only got five offensive rebounds. So uh, Shockers doing a really nice job of boxing them off and not giving them second attempts. Shockers down at the half, 25-19. The second half will be ready to start when we come back. At American Family Insurance, we know your life has many moving parts, from your four wheels to your hard-earned home and the financial future of your family. We'll cover the things that matter most. Bundle your home and auto policies for possible savings and add life insurance for convenient, future-focused protection so you can keep dreaming towards what's next. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Linton's Appliance would like to thank their loyal customers for their support as we all struggle through these tough times. Thanks to you, 2020 was a record year for Linton's, even though appliances are in very short supply and high demand. If you're in need of a new appliance, Linton's will work hard, as always, to get you what you need and at a price no more than the big box guys. If we don't have what you need, we will help you out with a loaner when available until your order is available. Come by, call, or visit our website today. Go Shocks and Happy New Year from Linton's Appliance. When you're ready to retire, do it with a dental plan that gives you the smile power to make your golden years sparkle. When you're 10 minutes late for the breakfast menu and the server isn't a morning person. When your highfalutin son-in-law has grilling suggestions that are all hot air. You need an affordable and high-quality dental insurance plan to protect your healthy smile so you can unleash your smile power. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental of Kansas. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left-hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. And we have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 12.40 KFA. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Newton, see Ken Hall. Shocker Basketball is brought to you by Kansas Land Tire and Service, Shelter Insurance, Litton's Appliance, Equity Bank, Chicken and Pickle, BKD, Luber's Cars, Oxford Development, and Delta Dental. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Capital Federal, True Blue, for over 125 years. Scoreboard update brought to you by State Farm. Protect your car at home with State Farm, here to help life 
go right. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. No other games in the American tonight. There actually weren't any others scheduled. There were four scheduled last night, three postponed. Houston crushed Tulsa in the only game played, 86-59. Shockers have it to start the second half. Trey Wade at the top gives it up. Also at the top of the arc to Deze, hands it off to Gilbert, started right, comes back left a little bit. Now gets a screen from Deze, penetrates a little right wing to Dennis, it was behind him, had to recover it at the top, bounce to Deze, left side of the lane. Looking to make a move on Cisse, spins, fakes, steps under, left-hander, good. What a finish by Morris Udeze, who now has eight points to lead the Shockers, and the Shocks down four. Yeah, Mo had to go up and under a couple of different ways to get that ball in the basket. Ended up flat on his back, but got the two points. Kenyonis has it out front for Memphis. Off to screen, penetrating down the left side of the line, all the way with a runner, and lays it in. His first two points of the game, and that puts Memphis back up by six. Yeah, a really nice left-handed drive by Kenyonis that time. Right at the top, Trey Wade fakes the three, penetrates, dishes to Deze. Moe, left side of the lane, just off the lane, out front to Etienne. Swings it over on the right wing to Dennis, deeper on the wing to Wade, cutting down the lane, Etienne, fall away, way off the mark, and the rebound to Cisse. Yeah, they got Quinones on it, and his size is bothering Tyson a little bit, I think, today. Lomax bringing it up, drives it, cut off, throws it back out front, shot fake by Nolly, down the lane, in traffic, bounce nice. under to Cisse, who hammers with both hands. Yeah, the Shockers didn't have weak side help that time. A really nice drive and a, a wraparound bounce pass by Memphis for an easy dunk. Back to an eight-point lead for the Tigers, matching their biggest. It's 29-21. Gilbert picked it up, hands to Deze right at the top. He flips it over to Etienne, back over to Gilbert. Altarique off a Deze screen, tries a three. Good! Yeah, the first three-point basket of the game for Wichita State. Five points for Altarique Gilbert. That'll cut the lead back to five. Yeah, somebody had to hit one. I'm glad it was A.G. Out front, Williams gave it over to Lomax, just right of middle, back in the middle to Williams, looking to drive it on Trey Wade. Spinning, made a good spin, and lays it over the front of the rim. I don't know. The Shockers, are, they're just kind of running an iso ball on the Shockers, and they've gotten to the rim a couple of times already for easy buckets. Penetrating a little Gilbert, left edge of the keyhole, out front Wade, shot fake, down the lane, kind of a wild runner, left it short, gets his own rebound, shot fake, out in the corner, Dennis, he fakes and drives, in traffic, got Cisse in the air and draws the foul on Musa Cisse. Yeah, a really nice two-foot jump stop by Dexter Dennis, planted himself, shot fake, got Cisse in the air, and then drew the foul. Smart play by Dexter Dennis. Only five free throws shot by the two teams combined in the first half. Dexter Dennis to the line for the first time. The Shockers were just one of three in the first half. Dex has two points on an early layup, just one of six from the field. 71.4% on the season. Free throw, good. Dexter Dennis with three points. That cuts the margin back to six. 31-25, 17-39 to go. Second try coming. Shockers were down six at the half, fell behind by eight, cut it to five, and it's back to five again as Dennis makes both free throws. And now they need to tighten up the defense a little bit, not giving them those shots right at the basket. Looks like they're going to go back to their zone defense, Mike. Memphis with three in close baskets to start the second half. Bounce pass to Williams, going to the basket, under to Cisse, up in traffic and got it. They almost stole the pass, but once Cisse got it, he was point black, a blank, able to spin around and bank it in. He's got four all here in the second half. Trey Wade for three, left to center, good. There we go. The Shockers 0 for 12 from three in the first half, have made a couple to start the second half, and they've cut the lead to four. Yeah, the seniors have gotten the Shockers going from outside. 
Shot put up from the corner by DeAndre Williams, but he stepped on the sideline as he caught it, so a Memphis turnover, and the Shockers get it back down four. Brian Holmgren has informed us that Wichita State's 0-for-12 three-point shooting in the first half is their worst half from beyond the arc ever. They were 0-for-11 in a game against LSU back in November of 2007. Gilbert penetrated a little. Dennis for three left wing. Short this time, and the rebound cleared by Memphis. DeAndre Williams with it. He'll bring it up himself. Across the timeline, picked up at the top by Wade, works off his screen, drives the left side, throws it back under the basket, and Cissé's all alone again. Yeah. He cannot score from more than two feet out, and they've given him three point-blank shots here in the second half. Well, uh, miscommunication by Wade and Udeze. Both of them went with the driver, and nobody picked up Cissé. He's had two dunks and a little two-foot bank shot. Three by Gilbert, rolls off, and the rebound controlled by Quinones. Gave it to Cissé, who gave it to Williams, and DeAndre Williams dribbles into the front court. Memphis up by six, driving Lomax, lobs, and Cissé hammers another dunk home. The Shockers' defense is just awful here in the second half. Isaac Brown wants a timeout. Well, they're helping, but they're not recovering, and they're not they're not rotating when they help, and they're leaving that weak side open, and that's Cissé. 30-second timeout, and I think they'll go to the under uh, 16 here. 16.08 to go in the second half. So we'll take the timeout here. Memphis just shooting point-blank shots, leading the Shockers 37-29. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter agents Trevor Harris, Adam McDowell, or Netta Otis in Wichita. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletes. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a Shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at OxfordVilla.com. Wake up, comb your hair, grab your keys, go to work, clock in, clock out, sit in traffic, get home, TV on, grab a beer, roll a joint, take a sip, take a hit, relax. Hungry? Barbecue sounds good. Delivery? Nah, not good to drive. Get in the car, get on the road, run the red. Never saw the other car. DUIs, jail time, death. These can and will happen if you drive impaired. Brought to you by the Kansas Department of Transportation and your Kansas law enforcement community. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 16.04 to go in the second half here in Memphis. Actually, 16.08, it says. But the Shockers, who were down six at halftime, have cut it as close as four. They're down by eight again as Memphis is six for six from the field in the second half. And it's easy to do that when every shot you've had has been a dunk or a layup. And that's not an exaggeration. I watched Musa Cisse warm up. He's a very athletic young man at 6'10", 
shot blockers supreme, but they kept feeding him balls in the middle of the lane, five and six feet out, shooting jumped hooks with either hand from that distance and was making about one out of five, but they've given him three dunks and a layup here in the second half, and he has scored his first eight points of the game. And that's what the Shockers did so well in the first half was their team defense. They did a really good job of making Memphis take uh, tough shots and taking away their easy shots. Now, unfortunately, they shot six out of nine threes, but their defense was pretty solid. But so far here at the start of the second half, they have not been playing good deep defense, and they are not helping. They're not rotating, and and Memphis is penetrating at will and getting easy shots at the basket. So they've got to figure that out. Shockers are three for seven in the half and two for four from three, two for two from the line, but they've given up that six of six at the other end. Trail by eight with the ball. Dennis out top to Deze. Looking for a backdoor cut to Etienne. Now over to Trey Wade. Shot fake. Couple of dribbles back over to Dexter Dennis. Well beyond the top of the arc. Guarded by Landers Nolly. Shot clock down to 10. Right wing Udeze. It's out of his range. Over to Wade for three. Way short rebound. Cisse for Memphis. And clears it off to Lomax, who hustles it up the floor. Keeps his dribble at the top. And then well over on the left side to Williams. He looks to penetrate. Right wing. Lomax driving, went to dish it off. Lomax got knocked to the floor. I think the foul is going to be on Udeze. Don't believe it was in the ad. They'll call it in the act of shooting. Well, that was not the under-16 timeout. We're going to take that now. So we'll be ahead of break for the night. Timeout on the floor, 15.30 to go. Second half, Memphis 37, Wichita State 29. Wife Tammy dishes the mobile phone. Husband Gary uses his pivot foot, goes behind the back for that easy mobile deposit. That's money in the bank. Judy runs point, gets the green light, and takes the inside lane for a drive through business deposit. No one can stop money on the bank. Johnny's coming off the bench, uses that true blue debit card at the ATM. Easy layup with that check deposit for what? Money on the bank. Whether you're dropping dimes, going downtown, or just need one-on-one, Capital Federal will always help you put money on the bank. Capital Federal, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Wow. Retirement seems to have uh, reinvigorated your golf game. Been taking lessons from the club pro? Nope. I've been listening to Baxter and Associates about reviewing my financial and retirement plans. So Baxter and Associates helps you... Relax. (laughs) Whoa. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter and Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left-hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. And they upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. We have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Sandra Means or John Green. In Mulvane, see Kirk Farber. And in Andover, see Wes Farber. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Coming out of the timeout, there was a foul on Wichita State at the end of play, and I thought Alex Lomax went up in the air. It really looked like he was going to try to make a pass, but they're going to rule that he was in the act of shooting, and so he'll be going to the line for two. 
Memphis leading 37-29 is matching their biggest lead of the game. They had one eight-point lead late in the first half, led by six at halftime. They've had two or three eight-point leads here in the second half. Lomax from the free throw line is a 75% shooter. Doesn't get there very often. He's 12 of 16 in 10 games played this season, but a good foul shooter and chance to boost his team all the way to a 10-point lead here with 15.30 to go. Yeah, it looks like to me that uh, Memphis figured out at halftime, we're just going to keep it real simple here in the second half. We're going to set a ball screen, make one or two passes, and then we're going to take the ball to the basket and try to create off the dribble, and so far it's been working for him. Alex Lomax, during his senior year of high school, signed with Wichita State, but then... Penny Hardaway, who was not only his high school coach, but something of a second father to him, got the Memphis job, and Greg Marshall was gracious enough to release him from his scholarship at Wichita State so he could attend Memphis. Now a junior here, free throw bounces in. Lomax with four, Memphis with a nine-point lead. Yeah, they won three straight state titles at East High down here in Memphis. Uh, Lomax has a point guard, and, and Penny Hardaway is his coach. Second free throw, also good. Memphis with the first double-digit lead of the game. Tigers are up 39-29. Wichita State with some work to do. Still plenty of time, still over 15 minutes to go. In the front court, Altariq Gilbert over to Dexter Dennis, left half of the floor above the arc. Udeze pops out front to help. Couple of dribbles back over to Dexter Dennis. Left wing Gilbert, shot clock at 12. Altariq driving, bodied up by Lomax. In the lane, fall away, turn around, missed in and out, and the rebound to Quinones for Memphis. Tough shot. Gilbert elevated well, but was falling away a little bit. Quinones at the other end, driving, tried to bounce it under, and it's out of bounds. Last touched by Udeze, who broke up the pass to the post that time. Yeah, there again, it's Quinones just taking the ball to the basket, trying to make a bounce pass to their postman. Cisse went out of bounds, but uh, they're just going to put their head down and penetrate, it looks like, here in the second half. And a lob into Quinones oh, off. off the inbound. <laughs> Big time push off. Little turnaround in and out. Rebound. Quinones got his own miss and sticks it back in. Yeah, he pushed off on Tyson at the end to catch the pass to begin with, and then he didn't get boxed off after the shot attempt. All the things the Shockers did pretty well in the first half, they're not doing very well here in the second. Not defending and rebounding as well. Etienne, left half of the floor, back across to Craig Porter. Porter and Council came in at the last dead ball. Left corner, Dennis with a shot fake. Driving it, spinning on Nolly. Can't get the shot away, though. Out to Porter, he drives it. Tried to shovel in the lane. It got deflected, stolen, but save goes to Dennis. Under the basket, Porter up in traffic, partially blocked, fake. Tries to dish under Udeze, saves it along the baseline. Middle of the lane, Porter. Takes it in, and this time he draws contact from Cisse. Yeah, Kept he was... <laughs> faking in there and trying to get it off. That time he drew enough contact to go to the line. Well, Cisse's six foot ten, but he's probably got the wingspan of about seven two, seven three. And Porter was trying every trick in the book to try to get him to leave his feet so he could get the shot off, and uh, just couldn't get the shot off. But finally, drew the foul. Craig Porter to the line for the first time. Hasn't scored in tonight's game. Coming off a game against Tulsa in which he missed the second half after twisting his knee. He's 7 for 11 from the line, 64% on the year. First of two. Good. So the Shockers are 3 for 3 from the line in the second half. Still down by 11 at the moment, 41-30. Monzi Jackson into the Shocker lineup. 
joining Udeze, Porter, Council, and Etienne. Ball's been kind of sticking here in the second half on the offensive end of the Shockers. I think they need to move it around a little bit more and try to move those defenders. Missed the second free throw. Deze stole the rebound from a Memphis player but missed a left-handed drive shot. Lomax, the offensive end, lobbing and too high for the intended receiver. That was Williams, I believe, the recipient of the lob over his head out of bounds. And the Shockers will get it back. Now they're going to say it was deflected by Wichita State. It'll stay with Memphis. I think they called a foul. Uh, I think Anthony Jordan, he's made a motion like somebody grabbed somebody. Like there might have been a foul there, Mike. Not sure. Didn't signal anything to the benches. The shot left short, loose on the floor. But Cissé picks it up and throws it in off the glass. Oh, my goodness. That ball just kind of bounced right to him off the floor. And then he threw it up there. It was too long, but it hit the backboard and went in. He has 10 points in the second half. Porter in the middle of the floor. They weren't counting on him getting 10 points. Penetrating into the lane, steps through, little floater. Good. Nice finish by Craig Porter, who now has three, the last three for Wichita State. Memphis quickly into the front court at the other end. They lead it 43-32, still 13-18 to go. Lomax left wing, hands it to Williams. Shockers need to get some stops here on the defensive end. They're starting to lose contact. Williams trying to drive it and works left. Throws it back out front. Lomax, shot fake, penetrates, bounce under. Another dunk for Cissé. This is just ridiculous. Well, for one thing, Porter closed out on on Lennox too hard. I mean, Lomax, he's going to drive. He's not going to shoot that three. And then Mo Deze helped uphill. You don't want to help away from the basket and give your guy a dunk. Porter, behind the back dribble, trying to penetrate. Picked up his dribble, gives it to Ricky Council. At the top, Ricky looking to drive it. Free throw circle, 17-footer, partially blocked. Rebound loose, grabbed by Lomax. Memphis pushing it up the other way. Curls at the top, pulls it back out and resets as they didn't have numbers on the fast break. But Memphis is up by 13 with 12.27 to go and has the ball. DeAndre Williams trying to penetrate. Now down into the lane, out in the corner. Lomax wide open for three. Good again. His first two threes of the season have come tonight, and he now has eight points in this one. Wow. Just penetrating dish. Pretty simple offense. They came off a ball screen, drove into the lane, kicked it over to Lomax, and he just buried the three-pointer from the right corner, and it looks like Isaac Brown wants a timeout. Shockers take timeout with 12.15 to go in the second half, and the Shockers are getting buried here in Memphis. It's 48-32 Tigers. When Coke Industries seeks new talent for its workforce, It travels all of two miles from its global headquarters to Wichita State University. The team at Coke is filled with shockers who are creating innovations to meet everyday needs like cleaner water, renewable fuels, advanced medical devices, safer vehicles, and energy-efficient building materials. See the inspiring stories for yourself at kochindustries.com. David May, CEO of Trinity Precision for Cindio. From the very beginning, they've always been our HR partner, and that's our HR management, um, to the point where they helped us write the employee manual, do all the job descriptions. Um, they came in, helped us write a lot of processes. Um, they really helped us start from scratch, build our HR department, and you know, hit the ground running. Call Cindio today, 316-630-9107. 
You'd love to have your AC and furnace systems checked to be sure they're working properly, but you don't want to pay for an expensive service call. Well, as a new Faunastock customer, you can have a trained HVAC tech come to a system diagnostic, suggest ways to improve your efficiency, and provide a free estimate on any needed repairs. All for just $19.46, the year Faunastock started. It's the new customer $19.46 special, only from Faunastock. License number 1747S. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Michael Rogers or Dusty Self. In Augusta, see Dylan Hartnett. And in Valley Center, see Tim Dink. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. So far in the second half, Wichita State, which trailed by six at halftime, has gone four for 13 from the field, just under 31%. Memphis is 10 of 12, 83 percent and again not really any jump shots in there they're shooting layups and dunks here in the second half they were only at about 32 percent in the first half they're now 47 and a half for the game still shooting it well from three but not taking as many they're one of two and a half seven of eleven for the game also now rebounding the shockers by seven it was only a one rebound margin at halftime shockers gave up 25 points in the first half to memphis and already here in the second half They've given up 23 points in just uh, how many minutes, Mike? Not quite uh, eight. Eight minutes. So uh, the defense has just been non-existent here in the second half. And really, Memphis isn't doing anything complicated. They've just got five guys on the perimeter. They're setting a ball screen at the top, and whoever's got the ball is driving off that ball screen, or he's passing, and the next guy's driving to the basket, and they're just driving and dishing, driving and dishing. And uh, Shockers can't seem to stop it. Wichita State possession. Shockers down by 16. Trey Wade will play it in. He's out there with Ricky Council, Craig Porter, Tyson Etienne, Isaiah Porbear Chandler. Wade trying to get it in, does to Council. Full court pressure by Memphis. Lomax up there lurking, gives it to Porter. Porter, nice crossover dribble, beat Damian Baugh. Spins across the timeline. And at the top of the arc, drives, gets around Porter down the lane, little scoop shot, no foul call. A couple of players went to the floor, rebound Memphis. They are really letting a lot of contact go tonight on both ends. Yeah, Williams may put a lot of contact uh, on uh, Porter that time, no call. Way out front, Lomax gives it to Williams, popping out above the left wing. Right by Poor Bear, looking to drive it, does drive it, goes in and blocked by Poor Bear, recovered by the Shockers. Etienne drives it up court, over to Porter, takes it down the lane, challenges Lomax and scores. Nice finish by Craig Porter, who now has five. Yeah, he made that one over Jeffries, who's six foot seven, so a really tough shot by Porter there at the end of that fast break. Kenyotis in the front court, right side of the floor, brings it back to the top of the arc, over on the left wing to Lomax, left corner Williams, back up high to Lomax, left side, holding it. Gives it to Jeffries popping out front. Now he puts it on the floor, driving, stops, kicks it back out to Williams. Thought about the three over to Lomax. He'll take a three. That one's short. Rebound Craig Porter, and he gets undercut by a Memphis player, and the foul will go against the Tigers. Shockers jumped into their matchup zone that time. Good hustle by Porter to run down that long rebound, drawing the foul. So going to be Shocker basketball out on the, uh, on the end line. Porter shaken up just a little, comes out. He's been playing well here in the second half, has all five of his points since the intermission. And Trevin Wade in the lineup for the first time. Trey Wade planted in to his little brother. And Trevin bringing it up against Damian Baugh. Looking to double-team him. He's still in backward. Hooks a pass cross-court to Council. 
In the left corner, Poor Bear thought about the three, back up high to Council, and he gives it to Trevin Wade. Chalkers down 14 with the ball. Trevin Wade going to take a three left wing, a little short. Rebound Memphis. Coming out of there with it is Jeffries. That's at least 10 rebounds for him. Quinones, left corner, Lomax penetrating. And throws it away. Went under the basket, tried to throw it out in the corner to Baugh. And I think he misread where Baugh was moving. He actually came out of the corner about a step, and the ball went out of reach of his right hand. Yeah, I don't know where Baugh was going. He was open in the corner, and he started to cut out away from the corner. Uh, I'm not sure why, but I'm glad he did because the ball went sailing out of bounds. And Shocker's down 14. Need every, all the help they can get. Got it into Ricky Council to Trey Wade and back to Trevin Wade, who will bring it up against Damian Baugh. Drives it toward the left side, a little handoff, dribble handoff to Council. Ricky bobbled it, recovers, gets it over to Etienne. He dribbles to the top, stops, pull up from 17. Good, his first two points of the game. Ashbury first field goal, he has three points. Had a free throw in the first half. Shockers down 12 now after trailing by 16. Yeah, Quinones really mad at himself that time for letting Etienne get free. He's been doing a nice job on Tyson. Quinones missing a three. Williams the rebound, though, puts it in with the left hand. So the Shockers finally got a miss and then didn't get the defensive board. Yeah, I couldn't tell. If, I didn't really couldn't tell if they were man-to-man or zone that time. I think they might have been in zone, and they just didn't get Williams blocked off. Council driving it up court. Down the lane against traffic. Hits. Pull up. Floater. And Ricky Council now with six points. Those are his first two of the second half. Yeah, he shot that over the 6-9 DeAndre Williams. Tough shot by Ricky Council. Shockers down six. Jeffries drives it up court in the lane. And a charge. Pretty good job by Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler there to anticipate that penetration and set up. I think it was probably a little iffy either way on the block charge, but Poor Bear got the call on Jeffries. Yeah, nice job. He's, he's done a couple of nice jobs defensively. He did a really nice job on Williams on an ISO play earlier and then drawing the charge there. So Shockers have a chance to get this thing down in single digits if they can hit a three. It's 50 to 38. Their biggest deficit has been 16. Council dribbling left to right, dribble handoff to Etienne, and he tries to dish it back. And they're going to call Quinones for stepping into Etienne and kind of shoving him with his body out away from the three point line as he was up in the air. So the foul on Quinones will be his second. Team's fifth, so the fouls are mounting on Memphis. There's just two on Wichita State, five on Memphis, so the Shockers might get some help getting to the free throw line early. Well, Quinones is a 6'5 sophomore, goes about 205 pounds, real strong, good defender, and he's been doing a really nice job on Tyson. So far, Tyson is one for eight from the field and most of the time he's been guarded by Quinones. Trevin Wade penetrating a little drives right, bounce, tried to bounce it into Poor Bear, and a good job by Williams to fight around in the post and get a hand on it, deflected it out of bounds. It will stay with Wichita State. Yeah, that was a set play called by Isaac Brown from the sideline, and he was open. The pass was just a little bit late. Trevin Wade will play it in from the baseline. Shockers down 12 with the ball. 9-14 still to go. Wade lobs into Etienne on the right wing. And a whistle away from the ball. Poor Bear ends up on the floor. They might call that on Poor Bear. Let's see. He kind of cleared out Looked the defender. Looked like it's staying to that end. Uh, okay, they're going to call it on Williams. But uh, Poor Bear kind of cleared him out there trying to post up. Fortunate he didn't get a player control foul. Sixth team foul of the half on Memphis. Shockers playing it in from the baseline again. Right corner at the end, quick twisting three off the mark, batted up in the air. Trey Wade was fighting for it, but it's cleared by Landers Nolly for Memphis. He brings it up court and drops it baseline to Jeffries. Jeffries trying to back down Council, jump stop in the lane, little short jumper missed, and the rebound to Ricky Council. It pushes it up quickly. 
down the lane, all the way, twisting left-hander, good, and a foul on Memphis. What a finish by Ricky Council. (laughs) Jumped off the left foot, shot it with the left hand, a really uh, awkward but acrobatic finish that time by Ricky Council to get that ball in the basket. Seventh team foul on Memphis, Council to the line for the first time, and he has a chance to cut the lead to nine with 8.50 to go. Yeah, Free throw rattles go. in. Ricky Council with nine points, and the Shockers have cut what was a 16-point lead down to nine with 8.46 remaining. Memphis gets it up court, right wing, Nolly. Back out front to Williams, swings it left wing, driving it, Baugh, throws it in the corner. Jeffries dribbles out of there, out front to Williams. Matchup zone by the Shockers. Williams trying to penetrate on Trevin Wade, throws it over on the left wing. In the middle of the lane, Jeffries, a little leaner, missed, ball batted off the rim. Trey Wade, the rebound for Wichita State, clears it to Etienne, who pushes it up the right side of the floor. Tyson on the right wing, looking inside, cross-court council, through the lane, and he got it blocked, but a foul on Memphis. Ricky Council will go back to the line, and I think the foul is on DeAndre Williams. And He's fearless, man. He's six foot six, went right up against the six foot nine Williams and drew the foul. Ricky Council, a uh, nice job attacking the basket. This lineup's doing a good job offensively, Mike. Eighth team foul on Memphis, third on Williams. Free throw by Council, bounces off this time. He'll get one more as he was in the act of shooting. Got to cash in on those foul shots. Get this thing closer and closer, put some pressure on Memphis. Shockers in the one and one and getting close to the double bonus with 8.14 still to go. Council's second free throw is short, ah. so he missed them both. Potentially could have cut it to seven. It stays at nine. At the other end, Baugh in the lane. Throws one up, a wild shot. Rebound, fought for Cisse and Poor Bear battling. I think they're going to call a foul, possibly, on Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler. A wild shot by Baugh that time, but it ended up in Cisse's hand. Poor Bear was trying to tie him up, but got called for the foul. That will be his second and just the third team foul of the half. Memphis inbounded from the baseline, lob in, almost intercepted by Council, but Ball able to get it. Out front, penetrating and getting in for the layup and missing it, ah. Memphis, but the save in the lane, Lomax with the jumper. Well, this, this zone defense has really uh, kind of slowed down the penetration by Memphis, but they can't get them all blocked off. Jordan Hardaway missed the shot, but Alex Lomax got it, and now Memphis with a quick turnaround going the other way. Jaden Hardaway, right wing. Several dribbles and then hands it off to Lomax. Yeah, Trevin Wade got a pull-up jumper from about 10 feet, but almost airballed it. Driving Lomax down the lane. Drish is under and a whistle and a foul. Poor Bear having to give ground there on the penetration. Tried to sag off of Lomax to pick up the pass and stepped into the receiver. So that'll be Poor Bear's third foul. And it will go out of bounds to Memphis after a timeout. 7.27 to go in the second half. It's Memphis 52, Wichita State 41. To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great race, we gave this game day jam surprisingly great lyrics. Give your employees the smile power they need to conquer any business challenge with a healthy grin. 
When you want your top people to feel at the top of their game. When your sales team is fresh out of rebuttals and the deal needs to get closed. When it's time to pick a dental insurance plan, give your employees the nation's largest network of smile-defending dentists with plan options that meet your company's budget. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental of Kansas. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. And they upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. And we have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 12.40 KFA. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Memphis 52, Wichita State 41, 727 remaining in the second half. The Shockers cut a 16-point lead down to 9 and had Ricky Council at the line for two free throws. It could have cut it as low as 7, and now Memphis has it back up to an 11-point advantage after Council missed. Shockers still with a good advantage in fouls. They've committed four in the half, Memphis eight, so the Shockers should get more chances at the free throw line. But they were only down one on the boards at halftime, 24-23. They've been out-rebounded 17-7 so far in the second half, so a margin of 10 for Memphis on the board since the intermission. You know, the Shockers have been jumping in and out of their zone defense, uh, alternating between the man-to-man and the zone defense, and it's kind of uh, in the last four to five minutes has gotten Memphis a little bit off off kilter on their off on the offensive end but their zone defense are having a hard time keeping the Tigers off the boards off their offensive boards so it's may it's it's cutting down the penetration and making them take outside shots but uh, uh, Shockers are gonna have to figure out a way how to rebound out of that zone and and uh, limit the Tigers to one shot each trip Memphis was 10 of its first 12 to start the second half. Virtually all of those dunks and layups. Since then, they are just two of nine from the field. Alex Lomax to play it in from the baseline. Memphis ball. He lobs out on the wing to Quinones. Lester Quinones. Bounce pass out front. It was deflected by Council, but recovered by Quinones. Almost a shocker steal. Cisse at the high post. Out front to Jaden Hardaway. Down to eight to shoot. Left wing Lomax. Drives it. Oh, and a foul on Nolly, who just leveled Altariq Gilbert, setting a screen. Landers Nolly just crushed Altariq Gilbert. That will be his second first foul. And 19 19th foul. foul. So uh, all the fouls after this are going to be two-shot fouls, uh, uh, as long as they're not player control fouls. Jaden Hardaway comes out. DeAndre Williams in for Memphis. Still 7-12 to go. Still time. But the Shockers have got to keep making stops, start making a few more at the other end. Altariq Gilbert into the front court, feeds it on the right wing to Etienne, drives back door, pull up baseline, in and out. He cannot make one tonight. He just yep. has not had a good night. And that was a pretty pretty open look that time, 15 feet along the right baseline. Got away from Quinones, but just couldn't make it. Tyson is 1 for 10, 0 for 3 from 3. Into the lane, Williams forcing his way through and then misses a little left-handed runner. Rebound, Shockers. Gilbert came out with it. Shockers have numbers as Williams fell down. Right in the middle, Dexter Dennis, oh, wide open Dex. 3, bounces uh, off, and the rebound to Cissé. Man, a wide open rhythm three-pointer in transition at the top of the circle. Dex hit the front rim, the back rim, and it came out of there. 
Leaves the Shockers at two for 19, two for 20 for oh, three that, tonight. That could have got him within eight, Mike. Williams for three, launches it and hits. Just a set shot by DeAndre Williams. He was 0 for 2 from 3 in his first four games. Well, I'm glad we're helping the Tigers out. You've got three different guys that hadn't hit in a three all season that, that hit threes tonight. Great no look from Etienne under to Deze, who dunks with both hands, and Mo has 10 points. But the Shockers trail by 12, 55-43. Oh, what a pass by Tyson Etienne that time. Williams into the front court, left side of the floor. 5.53 to go. Cross court, left, right side to Quinones. Uh, penetrates the lane, bounces under. Reverse layup, no good by Cisse. Rebound Dexter Dennis. Shockers are getting more stops, but haven't hit many themselves. Driving the lane, Gilbert had the ball knocked out of his hands. It's saved by Memphis, but it was already out of bounds. So it'll stay with Wichita State with 21 on the shot clock. Yeah, Shockers uh, dodged a bullet at the other end. Cisse got one right underneath the basket, but missed it. But uh, Shockers got the ball now underneath their basket on uh, their, their offensive end, down by 12. They need a bucket here. Into Etienne. Looked at it, out to Dennis, drives it, Williams, and they're gonna call the charge on Dexter Dennis. He got his, kinda got his shoulder lowered. Williams went down, and you know, if I had to guess, I'm thinking that was probably a pretty good call. Yeah, uh, Williams did a nice job of moving his feet. It looked like Dexter had had his mind already made up that he was gonna drive to the right, and Williams anticipated that. Shockers with just too many empty trips. They've made more of a game of it here the last few minutes. Williams in the lane, then throws it back out. Lomax fake, left corner, wide open three. No good by Quinones, rebound deflected. And Council coming out, or is, uh, yeah, Council coming out of what got knocked off his feet. He got hacked. He's and gonna, a foul on Memphis. Yeah, he's going to the line for two free throws. Now, he missed his last two. It's important with the Shockers in the double bonus now, five minutes to go. They got an opportunity to score a lot of points with the clock stopped here. And the foul was on DeAndre Williams, which is his fourth foul. So. Ricky Council is one for three from the line. He has scored nine points and grabbed five rebounds. Just missed his last two free throw attempts. He could cut the lead to 10. First free throw is good. That's a way. Ricky Council in double figures again tonight. He has 10. And he has now scored in double figures five times in 11 games. That one's also good. So Ricky Council connects twice from the line, has 11. Shockers back to within 10. The closest they've been since it got to 16 in the second half has been a nine-point deficit. Williams down the lane, throws it out in the corner. A quick three on the way, good by Landers Nolly. Well, they, they, they got the Memphis Tigers to shoot quickly, oppressing them, but Nolly made the three-pointer from the corner. Council at the other end was looking to drive it, keeps it on the wing. Now does drive it down the lane. Floater off the glass, missed. But the rebound by Council, he missed his own follow. Oh, it bounced man. out. That pass ahead to Williams, going to the basket, little crossover, and lays it in. Yeah, he did the little Euro step by Altrick Gilbert and got the ball up over the basket, in the, in the basket. But Ricky Council's got a great second jump, a really quick second jumper. Got his own rebound, but just missed the point-blank shot and ended up being a layup at the other end for Memphis. Shockers had it down to 10. Now it's back up to 15, 60 to 45. Altariq Gilbert, a crossover, step-back jumper, good. That's a two, about a 17-footer. Gilbert was seven. 
He has shot it better tonight than he has recently. A little more aggressive trap here in the second half by the Shockers. Nolly down the lane, got all the way to the rim, got fouled, but Shockers got caught at the back end of their pressure with a two-on-one, and Nolly will go to the line for two shots. Well, normally they press with a 2-2-1, two -two which is kind of a soft press that retreats back into their zone. Now they're pressing a 1-2-1-1, one -two -one -one, and they're trying to trap and get steals. Only trouble is when the Memphis Tigers throw out of that first trap, they've got numbers going towards their basket. Landers Nolly from the free throw line, 84.6%, 22 of 26 on the year. Memphis with a 13-point lead, back up to 14 as Nolly with his first free throw try of the night makes it good. He's got 12 points tonight. Lomax with 10, Cisse with 12, DeAndre Williams with 10. Don't want to foul this guy. He's 85% from the line. This guy's a pretty good shooter. 78% last year at Virginia Tech on 109 attempts. Averaged 15 and a half points a game for Tech. Makes the second one. Nolly with 13. Memphis leading at 62-47 with 4.17 to go. Yeah, and the Shockers are going the wrong direction. They got it to eight, but uh, now it's back up to 15. Gilbert down the lane, a little leaner, flips it up and in. Altariq Gilbert now with nine. Somebody got poked in the face there. I think Williams might have gotten hit by the off arm on that last shot attempt. He's down. Nobody in too big a hurry to get to him and help him. Still down in the lane at that end of the floor. Finally looks like a Memphis trainer is going to come out to check him. Clock stopped with 4.07 remaining and Memphis up by 13. United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. We want to recognize your small business with the spotlight on small business sweepstakes. Winners receive radio promotions, social media recognition, and more. To enter, visit GoShockers.com. United Healthcare is a proud sponsor of Wichita State University Athletics. Well, he's got a, a towel on his face, so he, he might have got popped in the nose or raked across the eyes on that last drive to the basket. Since they had to stop play to check on him, they'll have to take him out of the game. Looks like he's not in real good shape to continue right now anyway, so he'll come out. Play will continue. The next dead ball uh, will probably come under four minutes. We'll have one more media timeout coming, but the Shockers, who... Fell behind fairly early in the second half by 16. Cut it to 9 at one point. They cut it to 10 just a short time ago, but it's back up to 13, 62-49. It looks like uh, Williams is going to retire to the locker room, so he's going to be done for the evening. Looks like they're going to take the under-4 break here. 4.07 to go. We'll send it away with Memphis leading the Shockers 62-49. to Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter agents Trevor Harris, Adam McDowell, or Netta Otis in Wichita. 
The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State athletes. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a Shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at OxfordVilla.com. Wake up, comb your hair, grab your keys, go to work, clock in, clock out, sit in traffic, get home, TV on, grab a beer, roll a joint, take a sip, take a hit, relax. Hungry? Barbecue sounds good. Delivery? Nah, good to drive. Get in the car, get on the road, run the red. Never saw the other car. DUIs, jail time, death. These can and will happen if you drive impaired. Brought to you by the Kansas Department of Transportation and your Kansas law enforcement community. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Memphis in pretty good position in this one, leading the Shockers 62-49 to with 4.07 to go. The Tigers at 43.6%. The Shockers 31.3, 20 of 64, including 2 of 20 from three-point range. The Shockers have had six more free throws, but have only made two more, going seven of 12 at the line for 58%. So just a really cold shooting night all the way around for Wichita State. Also, they were just down by one rebound at halftime. It's now a margin of nine, 44-35 Memphis. So the Tigers have pretty much dominated in the second half, and it started with them going six for six from the field to start the half, every single one of those shots, layups or dunks. And that's where the game really turned. The Shockers have done a better job since about six or eight minutes into the second half, but just uh, have not been good enough offensively to really make much of a run. Yeah, you called it. Uh, there's Cissé, the guy that, that the shots he only makes are the ones right, right next to the basket. He's six out of nine. Most of those coming here in the second half, 12 points. Shockers came out of the halftime locker room and their defense just uh, started breaking down uh, and just couldn't figure out a way to cover the Memphis penetration and gave up all those easy shots. Uh, they finally slowed them down a little bit, switching to their zone defense and alternating zone and man, but uh, uh, just haven't hit enough shots. Last play before the timeout was a layup by Alterique Gilbert. So Memphis has it first. They rush it up the court. Lomax all the way down the lane and nobody picked him up. He ended up laying it in with his left hand uncontested and he's got 12 for the Tigers. Yeah, poor communication that time on the back end of the press. Dexter Dennis near the left corner driving it on Nolly. Spins, doesn't have a shot. Clears it out front to Gilbert. Alterique off a screen by Dennis. Looking to drive it, slips. Through the lane, another little flip, and it's blocked by Cisse coming off of Udeze. Blocked it out of bounds. It'll stay with Wichita State, 10 on the shot clock. Yeah, Gilbert got, got by his guy with a couple hesitation moves, and when he threw it up there to lay it off the glass, uh, Cisse erased it. He said, not this time. Memphis had five block shots in the first half, so they've put up a pretty good number tonight. Not as many in the second half so far, but Shockers... Really struggling to get any kind of a decent shot. Well, when, they, when they've had a decent shot, they just haven't been able to knock down open ones either. Planted in is Gilbert. Right corner to Trey Wade. 
He's trying to get it to Etienne. Couldn't Gilbert oh just gosh. slipped and fell. He slipped on. Uh, I hope he's okay. Yeah, his one leg just went out from under him like he hit a wet spot and just did uh, just did the splits. Looks like he's walking around okay, but boy, that was a nasty fall. And as Bob described, it was like he stepped on a slick spot. He's going to come out, but he seems to be okay. Memphis ball, they're up by 15. Ball comes into Landers Nolly, and he will bring it up. Guarded by Trey Wade, gets it into the front court, hands it off to Quinones right out near the center, the center line over on the right side to Lomax. Back out front to Nolly. Right wing Lomax and back in front to Jeffrey. Swings it left of the key to Quinones and at the top to Lomax. Tried to go high low into Cisse, but Udeze really had him fronted. Now down to seven to shoot. Lomax driving behind the back, stumbles, falls, tries to get it to a teammate and might have called the timeout. They've got a 30-second timeout. Two on the shot clock, 3.06 to go in the game. If you did not hear yesterday, the Shockers will not have a game at home this weekend as scheduled. They were supposed to play South Florida at 5 o'clock on Sunday, but South Florida has tested positive for COVID, and so that game has been postponed. So the Shockers' next game will be another road game at Cincinnati next Wednesday. Rematch of a game with a team that they beat in Wichita just about a week and a half ago. So all you Chiefs fans that are also <laughs> Shocker fans, you're not going to have to make that uh, decision or, or watch both games because they were both going to start at 5 o'clock on Sunday. So uh, I hate for the Shockers not to get the game in, but uh, they can reschedule it and everybody can focus in on the Chiefs. See what Memphis drew up here to run with two seconds on the shot clock off an in-line inbound play. Lomax will throw it. Looking for some cross screens, and in the corner, Nolly got a quick three and hit oh, it. Oh, my goodness. I mean, Dexter Dennis was there, but he didn't really get up on him, and a quick three, and then Dennis dribbles it into a double or triple team and loses it on a turnover. Yeah, it's just not the, not the Shockers' night tonight. Nolly uh, just buried that three with Dex right up on him. 2.48 to go. Memphis matching its biggest lead now at 18. Out front with it, Quinones swung it across to Jeffries, back over to Nolly, and right in the middle to Lomax at the top. 12 to shoot. Puts it on the floor off a little rub screen, looking to penetrate in the lane, shovels it back out to Nolly. Nolly down the lane and missed a layup. Ball tipped up. It's loose out front. Dexter Dennis gets it to Wade over to Etienne. Pull up three in transition. No good. It's just not his night either. And the rebound to Alex Lomax. No, he's a... Tyson is 1 for 10. Actually 11 now. Yeah, 1 for 11. 0 for 4 from 3. 2.10 to go. Memphis by 18. Matching its biggest lead. And now they're just going to let the clock run down to near the end of the shot clock before they make a play. Nolly at the right elbow, squared up. And feeds it over to Lomax. Into the lane. Shovels under. Ball got loose. Shockers come out with it. Etienne pushing it up the floor. Bounce pass ahead behind Craig Porter, who was able to come up with it. Down the right corner, quick three by Etienne. That's way off the mark. Fighting Udeze gets the rebound. And what did he call? Timeout. Timeout. Yeah. He was kind of falling out of bounds, so he called a timeout to keep from losing it. Minute 41 to go. The clock stops with the Shockers down by 18. Yeah. I want to mention again that the Wichita State volleyball team will finally open its season tomorrow against South Dakota in Springfield, Missouri. They'll play three matches down there this weekend. South Dakota tomorrow, Oral Roberts on Saturday, and Missouri State on Sunday. And then they will play their first two home matches the following weekend 
against North Texas. And with volleyball getting started, we'll have three coaches shows for you on Monday night. Isaac Brown from 6 to 7, Keitha Adams from 7 to 8, talking about women's basketball, and then the volleyball show with Chris Lamb from 8 to 9, all at AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley. Well, it's not going to get any easier for the Shockers with that game getting canceled on uh, or postponed on Sunday with uh, South Florida. Uh, Shockers next game will be Cincinnati on the road. So we'll take off Tuesday for a Wednesday game uh, at Cincinnati. So and it was a tough ball game at home against them. Shockers won it by six points on January 10th, uh, 82-76. So uh, Shockers are going to have to figure some things out offensively and do a lot of shooting drills. Looks like some youngsters are going to get a chance to finish this game out. Jaden Seymour's in the ball game. Chauncey Jenkins is in the ball game and uh, Joseph Fatbalau. Shockers will be inbounding under their own basket. And what's the call? Might have been a hold on Memphis on some cuts made by the Shockers. So somebody's going to go to the free throw line. The lineup has Joseph Fatbalau, Jaden Seymour, Chauncey Jenkins, Trevin Wade, and Ricky Council. So all three Shocker freshmen are in. And for Seymour and Jenkins, this is their de uh, debut against a Division I opponent. And Jaden Seymour is the free throw shooter, and his first one spun in and out. He made the shot. Uh, uh, the foul was called before the shot, so uh, they didn't give him the bucket. But he, he made the shot off the glass. Jaden made six points in the two games against Emporia State and Newman. Makes the second free throw, so Jaden Seymour gets a point on the board tonight, but the Shockers trail by 17 with a minute 39 to go. Six foot nine freshman from Charlotte, a really nice outside shooter. Looks like he D might get a steal here. DJ Jeffries <laughs> almost had it taken away. It ended up uh, the Shockers getting a double team from Jenkins and Seymour on Jeffries and almost took it away, but it went out of bounds off of Seymour's hand. Damian Baugh out front, dribbling for Memphis, being guarded by Jenkins, gives it over to Jaden or uh, Hardaway, and now driving the lane, Jeffries lobs, and a one-handed catch and dunk. And who is that? That yeah, is that was Lance Thomas, Thomas Lance with his Thomas. first appearance of the game. Yeah, they just drove, Jeffries just drove right through the zone and lobbed it up on the weak side to Lance Thomas, who knew what to do with it. Seymour for three, short rebound, tipped by Bilal, recovered by Council, goes to the rim and gets fouled. He almost had a dunk, but got fouled hard enough that the dunk rattled out, and he'll go to the line for two shots. Yeah, good aggressive play by Ricky Council, getting that offensive rebound and taking it right to the hole, drawing the foul. Ricky is three for five from the line, has 11 points tonight. He is the leading Shocker scorer. That free throw is good. So he now has 12. Morris Udeze has gone five for seven from the field for 10 points. And Alterique Gilbert with nine tonight. One more free throw for Council. Memphis leads it by 18. And that one's also good. So he ends up five for seven from the line, 13 points, 58 seconds to go. Memphis ball leading 69-52. This is Memphis's highest point total since scoring 80 in their conference opener against Tulane. That's been four games ago. They get it up court, a three from the left corner. Good again by Ken Jonas. And they have shot way, way, way above their season norm from three tonight. Yeah, especially here in the second half. Well, the first half too. They've, they've just been nailing the threes all night long. 35 seconds to play. Trevin Wade out front. Crossover dribble. Down the lane. Got hit. 
Tried to throw it up on the glass. I think it'll be, it'll be two shots anyway, but I think the foul occurred on the drive. So another chance at the free throw line for Wichita State. Trevin Wade with his first chance to score tonight with the Shockers down 72 to 52. Yeah, only got to play six minutes in the Tulsa game. Didn't have any stats, but if you think back to the old Roberts game, that opener when the Shockers only had eight players, he played quite a bit in that ball game and, and did a really nice job. So he's a talented left-hander, Trevin's little brother, and a real, real quick, shifty point guard that's got a nice shot. Free throw bounced out. He'll get one more. And Trevin Wade coming into tonight's game had been four of five from the line. All of his free throws coming in the first two games, and he missed them both. And Memphis with the rebound, and they can run out the clock. There's 24 seconds left, so they looks like Penny Hardaway signaling for them just to let it run down. And the final score is going to be 72 to 52. So the Shockers, who had not lost a game by more than 10 points this year, end up on the short end of a 20-point deficit tonight as they just had a really, really miserable offensive game here in Memphis. Final score, Memphis 72, Wichita State 52 as the Shockers suffer their second conference road loss. We'll be back for the post-game show in just a moment. This broadcast has been an exclusive presentation of the Shocker Sports Properties Radio Network. Executive producer is Mark Rogers. For information about this broadcast, contact Shocker Sports Properties. Coverage of the Wichita State Shockers is authorized by Shocker Sports Properties and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast, internet streaming, or other use of the accounts and descriptions of this game without written consent on Shocker Sports Properties, Play Fly Sports, or the University is prohibited. The Shocker Sports Properties Radio Network is a division of Shocker Sports Properties and Play Fly Sports. It's time to go inside the numbers with BKD CPAs and Advisors. BKD has proudly served the Midwest for more than 90 years. Your team values excellence as much as ours, and we're your biggest fans. As you look toward continued growth and profitability, BKD has the bench strength and resources to help you develop a winning strategy. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Go to BKD.com and go Shocks. Is the front end of your car shaking like a Wooshock opponent? Well, if so, head for Kansas Land Tire before the next Shocker basketball game. At Kansas Land Tire, they can balance and align your front end as well as give your outfit that wintertime once over. That includes cooling system to the brakes to everything in between, making sure you and your car are both ready for another Kansas winter. Name brand tires and every type of mechanical service. It's what they do and do well at Kansas Land Tire. Find the shop nearest you at kansaslandtire.com. If you're out of air or need repair, these guys care. Frustrated with stains? Litton's Appliance Showroom is your destination for Maytag laundry pairs built with extra power to take on everyday tough stains. Some stains dissolve best in hot water, others in cold. Now you can fight both with the push of a button. Select Maytag washers featured the extra power button to boost stain fighting performance with a dual temperature wash. Stop in today and shop select Maytag laundry pairs that deliver extra power from start to finish. Litton's Appliance is conveniently located at 123 South Hillside. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left-hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. We have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Vivian Adams, Sean Chapman, Carrie Mock, or Chris Post. In El Dorado, see Becky Shum. Listen for all WSU Shocker basketball games on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Memphis and the Post Game Show. I'm Mike Kennedy alongside Bob Hull, Dave Wilson, our producer in the studio. Reminder that no matter where you're watching the Shockers play, the Kansas Department of Transportation reminds you to please buckle up on your drive home from the game and drive home safely. Wichita State, despite a pretty poor offensive first half, was only down by six points at halftime. The real difference was six of nine three-point shooting by Memphis, but the Shockers came out in the second half and just couldn't stop anybody. They gave up six straight layups or dunks on the first six possessions by Memphis. That really turned the game. Memphis got it to 16. The Shockers at one point did get it down to nine briefly, but it was pretty much a... 10 to 12 to 14 point game most of the second half and Memphis wins it by 20. Yeah, you're not going to win any games on the road uh, or at home for that matter shooting 2 for 23 from three point, but uh, they had they had stayed close uh with defense, uh, good defensive rebounding, not turning the ball over too much. And uh boy, that's the start of the second half as you just mentioned. That just uh, the defense just broke down and the uh, the dribble penetration by the Tigers <laughs> Uh, just uh, went right through the Shocker defense, and they gave up lob after lob after layup and uh, and uh, just gave the, the Memphis Tigers that pad that they needed to then relax. And well, from that point on, that Memphis just looked in control, looked relaxed, and and just uh, really started shooting the balls. Guys that just hadn't made threes all season are, are all of a sudden knocking down threes and swishing them from everywhere. So, uh, yeah, I think the defensive breakdown right after halftime uh, – really uh, kept this game from possibly being close and, and making it, giving the Shockers a chance to win the game. Yeah, and the Shockers, who were 0 for 12 in the first half from three, did make a couple early in the second half. In their first three or four possessions, Altariq Gilbert made one and Trey Wade made one, and they were staying within that four to eight point range, but that just steady diet of layups and dunks at the other end allowed Memphis to open it back up. And we've seen so many times over the years in sports, things get contagious. Wichita State got off to a poor start shooting threes, including some wide open shots. They had at least three in the first half that were wide open for good shooters that didn't go in. And they end up the night two for 23 and Memphis started hitting early on, and a team that shoots a little under 30% for the season ends up making 61% on 11 of 18, and three players who were a combined 0 for 13 for the season from three-point range made four of five among them tonight. Yeah, and they're capable guys. I mean, those guys can make threes. Uh, Lomax can make threes. Uh, Jeffries, you know, uh, he's a real good shooter. Uh, but I tell you, Cisse, uh, letting him get going, uh, I think it was really uh, something that really hurt the Shockers. He's averaging six points a game, and Shockers just gave him too many layups, too many dunks. He had 12 points, six out of nine from the floor, and they were all right point-blank shots and 10 rebounds. So you just can't let that kid come out and get, uh, you know, six out of nine on you, and uh, it'll get you beat. But, uh, yeah, the, just uh, – you know, you, you can't shoot two for 23 and win a game. <laughs> I don't care and, where you are. And, you know, Wichita State certainly had its things that it didn't do well. But one place we really need to give Memphis some credit is uh, Quinones guarding 
Tyson Etienne. Lester Quinones is 6'5", 205. He is athletic, and he is considered by the Memphis people maybe their toughest player mentally, he and Alex Lomax, and he just really gave Tyson a, a hard fit tonight, and uh, and Tyson just never could get going, ends up 1 for 12 from the field. Well, and you think 6'2 on 6'5", you ought to be able to outquick him and get by him, but, but Quinones can move his feet and did a nice job of, of containing Tyson and and he made Tyson take a lot of tough shots and uh, Tyson just didn't get a lot of open looks tonight and they ran a lot of plays for him on out of bounds plays and coming out of timeouts and tried to free him up but uh, Memphis did a nice job on him especially Quinones and made his life uh, miserable tonight uh, and then when he did get wide open shots uh, it was hard to make them. Well, that is our game recap brought to you by Bill and Nika Cummings. Cummings and Cummings are your criminal defense and DUI attorneys in Wichita. Give them a call at 264-1548 or visit BillCummingsLLC.com. Cummings and Cummings Law, where your needs always come first. And we'll continue on the postgame show in just a moment. When you're ready to retire, do it with a dental plan that gives you the smile power to make your golden years sparkle. When you're 10 minutes late for the breakfast menu and the server isn't a morning person. When your highfalutin son-in-law has grilling suggestions that are all hot air. You need an affordable and high-quality dental insurance plan to protect your healthy smile so you can unleash your smile power. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental of Kansas. Lubers, located in Cheney, Kansas, is the largest Chevy and Ford dealer in Kansas. At Lubers in Cheney, you'll find over 700 vehicles to choose from. And Lubers is a 30-year member of the Shocker Wheels Club. Plus, many family members and employees are Wichita State University graduates. And even more still, are fans of WSU Athletics. So take the short drive to Lubers in Cheney, Kansas. You'll be glad you did. Lubers. Proud supporter of Shocker Athletics. At Equity Bank, we mean more. More solutions to your finances and more bankers standing by, whether that's in our lobbies or in our drive throughs We here at Equity Bank are proud members of the community and big supporters of Wichita State basketball. We shoot straight and you score when it comes to no ATM fees nationwide. Stop by our Wichita locations or visit us online at equitybank.com to let us show you why equity means more. Now, here's to a great season. Go Shockers! Equity Bank, member FDIC. College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left hand scores. In his collegiate debut, he drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. We have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, or Angela Valentine. In Derby, see Gene Geringer. And in Newton, see Ken Hall. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Final here tonight in Memphis. Memphis 72, Wichita State 52. We are joined by head coach Isaac Brown, brought to you by Fidelity Bank, offering safe, contactless banking options for every comfort level. Learn more at bravelyonward.com. Coach, tough one tonight. Uh, Not really like anything else you've experienced this year. And was it those first few possessions of the second half defensively that you feel like really made the difference in the game? 
Oh, we just didn't play well tonight at all. We didn't shoot it well. We didn't defend well. We didn't execute. I give them all the credit. They took us out of everything. We tried to run. Run. We just we just didn't play well. We didn't we didn't execute. Um, we didn't get the ball inside. Uh, we were two for twenty three from the three point line. And you know, again, it was one of those nights where we couldn't score the ball and we stopped defending. That's that's the thing I'm most disappointed in. You're gonna have nights where you can't score, but you still got to defend. And I felt like we still gave them layups and dunks. And the game plan was not to do that. They made a lot of threes tonight, which is not their number, but we just didn't guard well at all. You know, you handled their penetration, I thought, pretty well in the first half, Coach. And then uh, the start of the second half, they just ran uh, some ball screens up top and, and put their heads down and just drove right to the basket and got their big guy, Cissé, some easy ones. Yeah, the plan was not to give him layups and dunks, and they kind of ran a 4-5 ball screen. and We didn't guard it well, and their four-man that's a real center started going by our fours, and he lived in the lane. And when he got in the lane, they were able to get lob dunks and drop-offs for layups, a couple offensive rebounds. We didn't, we didn't guard it well at all. You know, it's one of those games, you know, we see them all the time where somebody gets a little bit of rhythm or momentum or confidence and it, it gets kind of contagious and they kind of got that going. And even when you made a couple of runs in the second half to get it reasonably close, it just seemed like you didn't have that, that kind of rhythm going to sustain it. Yeah, we made a couple of runs in the second half. We cut it to eight. And all of a sudden, it would be a loose ball or a rebound, and we just didn't come up with it. We just didn't play well tonight for some reason. We didn't rebound well. We didn't shoot it well. We didn't execute. They took us out of all our stuff by trapping us. And we just, you know, it wasn't a great effort tonight. I thought we played hard, but we just didn't play well and smart. Well, coming into this game, Alex Lomax was 0 for 6 from 3, and Ball was 0 for 5 from 3, and... And uh, Williams hadn't hit a three, and all those guys knocked down just about every three they looked at. Yeah, they made a lot of threes tonight. That was, you know, they're a good basketball team. They're Division One players. They can make wide open threes. We didn't make them feel us enough tonight. And when you don't make a team feel, they can make wide open threes. Now you have a uh, another little break again because your game scheduled for Sunday with South Florida has been postponed, so it'll be another road game at Cincinnati midweek next week, and uh, obviously I'm sure you feel like you've got plenty of things to work on between now and then. Without a doubt, you know, we missed that SMU game. I, I'm not sure, you know, if that threw our rhythm off or what, but we had good practices. We scrimmaged um, Saturday, felt like guys were in pretty good condition, for some reason, we just didn't play well tonight. We didn't we didn't follow the game plan. We didn't make shots, and we just didn't defend at a high level. It's going to be nice where you can't make shots. You still got to defend, and we just they played a little harder than us tonight. Coach, thank you. Appreciate your time, and we'll see you soon. All right. Isaac Brown, presented by Fidelity Bank. Let's go inside the numbers with a look at the final stats, brought to you by BKD, CPAs and Advisors. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Wichita State tonight, just 20 of 68, 29.4%, 2 of 23 from 3, that's 8.7%, and 10 of 18 free throws, which is 55.6. Meanwhile, Memphis shooting 45.9%, 11 of 18, 61% from 3. They only shot 6 free throws, made 5 of them, and they out-rebounded Wichita State fairly decisively. It was only a margin of 1 at halftime, but Memphis ended up with a margin, I believe, of 9. Well, I'm trying to 
look off different pages of the yeah, stat I think it's eight, uh, 47-39, they, so they out-rebounded the Shockers by eight. Memphis committed 16 turnovers in the game. Uh, Wichita State had uh, the edge on that stat for most of the night and ended up with only 10. We thought that would be a big factor. We thought if the Shockers could keep that kind of margin in turnovers, that that would be a huge factor in the game. It really didn't play into it much tonight. Well, you, you count on defense, and you count on making your share of shots, and uh, had they done that, then uh, not only turning it over uh, 10 times would have would have really been a big factor, but uh, uh, just couldn't couldn't throw it in the ocean tonight, uh, for one thing, on the offensive end, and, and too many defensive breakdowns that uh, Isaac Brown was talking about here just a moment ago. So... Yeah, the, the turnovers, they did a nice job of not turning the ball over, but uh, didn't do enough good things tonight to win a ball game. Nine players scored for Memphis, four in double figures, led by Landers Nolly with 16. He hit four trays in the game, 12 points apiece for Musa Cisse and Alex Lomax, 10 for DeAndre Williams. For Wichita State, Ricky Council led the way with 13. Morris Udeze didn't get many looks tonight, was 5 for 7 for 10 points. Altariq Gilbert, 9. And then next high were Trey Wade and Craig Porter with 5 apiece. Dexter Dennis with 4. Tyson Etienne only scored 3 points tonight, and he and Dexter were a combined 2 for 20 from the field and 0 for 9 from 3. Just a really tough night for the Shockers. We'll be back to wrap things up right after this. I told you that front tire needed air. I know, Dad. <sighs> Where's the tire iron? I told you, always keep a tire iron and a jack. I know, Dad. I got it. Roadside assistance is included with my shelter insurance auto policy. It's one of the reasons you told me to get it. Remember? <laughs> Maybe you do listen after all. At Shelter, listening to you is what we do best. For free insurance review, see Katie Shamley or Jesse Meisch in Wichita or Lindsay Deerduff in Derby. When two teams compete on the court, there can only be one winner. But in business and life, Coke Industries believes that win-win outcomes are the key to long-term success. That's why Coke creates innovations to meet everyday needs like cleaner water, renewable fuels, advanced medical devices, safer vehicles, and energy-efficient building materials. See the inspiring stories for yourself at kochindustries.com. Wake up, comb your hair, grab your keys, go to work, clock in, clock out, sit in traffic, get home, TV on, grab a beer, roll a joint, take a sip, take a hit, relax. Hungry? Barbecue sounds good. Delivery? Nah, good to drive. Get in the car, get on the road, run the red. Never saw the other car. DUIs, jail time, death. These can and will happen if you drive impaired. Brought to you by the Kansas Department of Transportation and your Kansas law enforcement community. All of us are handling this season the best we know how. To honor that, we're here, ready to safely serve you. See friendly Fidelity Bank employees at our interactive banking machines or call us. We'll gladly serve you over the phone. If you'd rather connect online, our full services are there too. Contactless banking for all comfort levels. It's how we're moving bravely onward together. Visit us at bravelyonward.com slash fully connected to learn more. 
College basketball is back in session. Down the lane with the left hand scores. It is collegiate debut. He drops in 21 points, 10 rebounds for a double-double. Your home for the NCAA men's all season. They upset the number four team in the country. Not just when the madness begins in March. We have to make sure that we get a lot in early because you never know if there's going to be an interruption. One test and you're out. The team is out. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Listen to or download a podcast of WSU Shocker Basketball on KEYN.com or iTunes or Google Play. As we wrap things up on the postgame show, Memphis a 72-52 winner over Wichita State. We do have a play of the game, and it's presented by Litton's Appliance. Grabbed by Craig Porter. Dribbles out of there. They try to double-team him up court to Dexter Dennis. Eludes a steal attempt. Drives him over the lane. Lobs and Council with the two-handed slam. Ricky Council with the dunk. And Ricky is also our star of the game. Brought to you by the Kansas Star Casino. The freshman played 23 minutes tonight and led the team in both scoring and rebounding. 13 points, 7 boards. Not as good as shooting night as usually. He was 4 for 11, 0 for 1 from 3, but made 5 of 7 free throws, including his last 4 in a row. And again, was active and aggressive and uh, about the best the Shockers had tonight on a tough night against Memphis. Yeah, and he had a pretty good game against Cincinnati. I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, he had 23 points uh, in the Shocker win against Cincinnati on January 10th. Uh, hitting 8 out of 11 shots. Uh, Udeze had 18 points in that game, hitting 8 out of 12 shots. So that's the next opponent for the Shockers, uh, Cincinnati Bearcats at their place. And then the Shockers come home for three home games in a row, uh, Central Florida, Tulane, and Temple, if they don't get postponed. (laughs) Yeah, well, let's hope they get those in and uh, see if they can sweep the season series with Cincinnati with a game there next Wednesday. That was a game that they led by double digits uh, well into the second half, and then Cincinnati made a little run late to cut it to eight. So uh, Shockers will have some work to do, obviously some things to work on between now and then. We'll have our weekly coaches show with Coach Isaac Brown Monday from 6 to 7 at AJ's. In addition to that, Keith Adams 7 to 8, and Chris Lamb with his first show of the fall, of the uh, not the fall this year, it's the early spring. Uh, from 8 to 9 as volleyball opens its schedule in Springfield, Missouri this weekend with games, matches against South Dakota, Oral Roberts, and Missouri State. But again, next Shocker basketball matchup at Cincinnati. That'll actually be part of a women's-men's doubleheader. The women will play Cincinnati earlier in the afternoon. The men tip it off at 5 o'clock Central Time and 4 o'clock our pregame on KEYN. Bob, good to have you back, but just uh, not much good to talk about tonight. No, it wasn't our night tonight. Uh, Just couldn't throw it in the ocean. So uh, hopefully we can get back in the gym and get up a bunch of shots and get ready for the Bearcats. We haven't won in Cincinnati in a couple of years. Yes, it's been a while. And Dave Wilson, thanks for your excellent work back in the studio. Thanks to all of you who joined us. But the final night in Memphis was the Tigers 72, the Shockers 52. Shocker basketball is brought to you by Intrust Bank, the Kansas Department of Transportation, American Family Insurance, Tallgrass Country Club, Cummings and Cummings Law, State Farm, AJ's Sports Grill, the Kansas Health Foundation, and Coke Industries. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.